0: I don't know if you can have it on, Uh, because they keep saying turn off all electronic devices, but you know that I believe that that's a myth. It is a myth, but But they they still 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 tell you to do it. So that's a good point. Then what is airplane mode? I guess it's supposed to be for when you can turn on your device, then you turn it on, but turn on airplane mode. So then it's like, it's on, but it's safe because it's not interfering. Even though it probably doesn't interfere. I don't know.
1: What's interfering?
0: The phone's. But how,
2: though? How? I don't though? know. How? How I don't, know. I don't I th- think novelty? it does, but, you know. How they, they, the they, they tell us many
1: things. <laughs> well, hello, everybody. It's May, which is sad. What's today, 10th? 10th. Why the yeah. sad? I hate it. I hate it. Oh, is, is it this the summer thing? It's time the, for summer, summer thing? and uh, it's time for my suffering to continue. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> it's the 10th of May, and my milk that went off on the 3rd is still good. Really? Yeah. Uh, that's that's good, debatable to me. I had some I had Say some Timmy. cereal ah. I had some cereal today with it and I'm not dying. That's good. So hey oh.
0: What does milk come in in England? Like what kind of uh, packaging?
2: Just uh, well they have the um, oh, they're all it's all plastic cartons. Okay. Actually the I remember in the States when I was younger, so at what, least, one, they used to have liter? like cardboard cottons. Or cardboard cottons. Gosh, cardboard They have cardboard cartons. cottons here. Cotton, cartons cartoons yeah. um, like here yeah some things have them like like soya all the soya stuff comes in like a cardboardish pff, weirdish plasticy yeah. stuff but on and, uh, and like your your orange juices and stuff but I don't remember seeing any milk so
0: milk is plastic one liter I guess um or what two liters in guys, pi- in guys let's
1: let's liven this up a little bit hey it's me Phil dragish with me is Jake dragish and we are, uh, what is it? What's today? You, we said that, didn't we? May tenth. <laughs> the tenth of with May. With us is a special guest, not so special because he's here very occasionally. But he's our our you know our good old collaborative friend that talks to us, <laughs> Luke Coons. Hello, yeah. welcome. <laughs> and I'm friend. eating. I mean, I'm, eating, I'm, I'm eating cookies, also known as cooks. Mm-hmm. Those are great cooks with some milk. In it, so, um, cooks and milk, and it's a you know it's a. Fairly decent. All right, May tenth, and I'm talking. Yes. So, guys, what's been happening? Well,
2: uh, I don't know. <laughs> On my end, what if, what if when, when did we last talk? A week ago. Yeah,
1: because mm-hmm. we're gonna put that at the end of our show.
2: Um, let's see. Um, man, what has been happening? This last week has been busy. Let me think. There was the bank holiday, which was Monday.
1: All right, you're in London, right? Mm. Hmm.
2: Yeah, so there was that, and then work, which was average, Um, and then there was a work due on Friday, which was average, Um, and then ah, I went to the cinema yesterday with Janice, Um, we saw a film called Girlhood, which was a a French film. Which
1: is our topic for today, isn't it,
2: Janice? Mm. Yep, Girlhood. Yes, we're going to review Girlhood.
0: The sequel to Boyhood.
2: Yes. Um, <laughs> yep. yep, It was all had right. It was a coming-of-age tale of this girl named uh, Miriam or something of the other. Webster. Um,
0: yeah, this is the origin story of the dictionary.
2: <laughs> mm. I'm sorry about all the lip-smacking. <clears throat> For goodness sake. Okay, go on. But um, it was all subtitled, so you had to like read it which was interesting.
0: Um, what a challenge, reading.
2: Mm, I know, right? You have to read the film. Um, and yeah, it was, um, it was decent. It was quite good. Um, I Wait, felt what language th- is it in? French.
0: Okay. Um, so it was yeah. like, Gülhüde.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, the... the uh, that's just the English title. I don't know... That's just how, how they translated it here. I don't know if... Um, I I don't know what it would be called in in France if it was if there's another way of saying it. Um, it's me. So I reckon there probably is. It's probably like band of girls or something like that because that would be that would make a little bit more sense because it is about a group of girls. Yeah. Oh, I see. Who come from a kind of a they don't come from wealthy backgrounds so and it's they all girls' kind
1: hood. Of, it's actually girls' hood instead of
2: yeah, so. yeah. But it was good. It was
0: good. So I'm guessing this is related to the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants.
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I remember Dude, commercials these are pretty for good that
0: cooks. In, on Disney Channel.
1: These are pretty good cooks, Jake.
0: Yeah? I think they're kind of. Um, they're pretty good, but they're kind of. Uh, they have a what kind was of that? A weird
1: texture. What was what? That was some kind well, of... they might be a little bit, you know, chewy. Mm-hmm. Chewy.
2: Chewy. We're back. Am I the only one who thinks Chewbacca should be a little bit gray? Like, why the hell is he not gray in this film? We I talked know, right? about
1: Star Wars way too often in this, in this show, right, Drake? He should have some gray hair. Right, we? But he should. Yeah, have I think gray he should hair. be. I thought he should be like that. And I think he should have some. Oh, what's going on? I think he should have some. Um, some missing teeth.
2: <laughs> That'd be great, actually. <laughs> That'd be great. No, no, no. That's a good idea. Remember that and time that also... Chewie got in that fight with that marwaga And it's... Uh, marwaga <laughs> b- Busted a tooth out.
1: What a tough thing. It's got a fist for a tongue. <laughs> Just right in the kisser. Oh, Chewie gosh. wasn't expecting it. Uh, but he pulled his arms out of his sockets because he lost in the game of bingo.
2: Yep, there you go. <clears throat> but yeah. That's about it. It's been a pretty... Um, yeah. Pretty decent week. All right, Joe, you how your
0: week? It's okay.
1: It's okay? Just studying a lawn? Mm-hmm. Studying a lawn. I'm
2: studying how's, that? A- how's that lawn studying going?
0: Well, generally, the earth is brownish and the grass is greenish.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes the earth can be red. Mm. Today's
0: a lazy day, isn't it? It's re- re- so slow. It's totally fine. I don't know who makes up the rules. We do, so we can do whatever we want. Down here, I make the rules. Down here, I make the threats. So who said this has to be entertaining? No one.
1: (laughs) Exactly. I can do. I can do a better voice. As long as we're freaking entertaining ourselves, that all matters. Exactly. I can do a better Batman voice than Ben Affleck.
0: Can you? Do
1: you plead? You will. (laughs) You didn't sound like
2: you didn't sound like a robot, though.
1: No, I don't have digital. You you didn't sound
2: like the Iron Man. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Iron Man is never uh,
2: I am, I and I'm telling you, what am. bugs me so much about that scene <laughs> is like his his mouth. What is scene ex- are you talking about? Th- that scene where he's like, "Do you bleed?" And they're like, and it's all robotic. But it's like everyone's like, "Oh, but he's wearing his you know robot suit." I'm like, but his is, mouth his is exposed. Buster? Like, yeah, superbuster. <laughs> but his his mouth is exposed. So why is it changing his mouth? It shouldn't.
1: It shouldn't. No, but you know, Ben Affleck doesn't have a natural low voice. So, you know, whenever he goes, um, 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 Batman, he kind of does that. And so they have to, you know, they have to artificially pitch it down, which is silly because, you know, could have gotten a different actor then. All right. So, uh, you know, that's, that's that, uh, you know, Superman versus Batman or whatever. Superman V. Batman, Dawn of Justice It's coming to a theater near you. Not Dawn very of, soon.
2: Dawn of Justice, prelude to the Justice League. Yeah,
1: and the Suicide
2: Squad, Luke. The Suicide Ugh. Squad. What a great
1: thing! What's out that?
2: There. The Suicide Squad is like this band of uh,
3: misfits. misfits,
2: jinx, um, <laughs> who are who are um, hired by this lady called um, Amanda Waller to. They just go and do stuff. Um, sometimes it's it's always a bit questionable what the what the Suicide Squad does. Um, but it, the team it compiles of people like the Joker and Harley Quinn and, uh, Deadshot and stuff like that. Right. Um, right. so it's, yeah. they're all, they're all DC villains basically. Um, and they're doing a film and it just looks a bit on the...
1: And it has Adewale Agbaje. And, you know, Adewale Agbaje. Didn't we talk Agbaje? about this
0: in the other portion coming after this? As Killer Croc. Killer Croc? Hmm.
1: Remember Killer Croc in
0: the... Uh, yes, of course. Killer Croc was yeah. in the Batman animated series. Yeah, and he's, that you in, just said? And he's
1: in this one, but played mm. by Adiwala uh, Akinoya Baje. Is that, that how guy. his name goes? Yeah. He was in The Mummy Returns, remember?
0: But isn't Killer Croc supposed to now. be... like? Isn't he supposed to be kind of like gray?
1: Yeah, he's kind of short and disappointing. I don't know. I didn't like the picture very much. It's not yeah. to my style. Hmm. Yeah. But, you know, DC is forcing itself to... Break into the their own universe.
2: Well, it drives me mad as well because they're not connecting their television shows to their films. They're all going to be separate, which I just find really sloppy. That's why, why don't they do this uni- universe? What? Excuse me, I'm
0: sorry, Doctor Jacob. Why don't they do the DC? I'm sorry, universe, the DC <laughs> universe. Why don't they do that? <laughs> the DCU. They're, they're
2: trying. They're they're they're, do, they're doing but it. Luke, but are saying have, they're not even
0: connecting to television shows? They're having literally.
2: separate ones. So the television shows, like for example, anything on the CW or on NBC, will be connected. So the Arrow, the Flash, and the Superwoman girl or the Supergirl show will be technically. So that's the DCU TV, basically. Um, okay. There's obviously a possibility of like the Teen Titans show being connected as well. Um and they did they did drop a hint that Gotham could be connected in the future but that wouldn't make any sense. Um it actually be DCC you, But this is so TV.
1: stupid, Jacob. Why don't they just combine them all? I don't. Know. Combine them all. The to animals me, out. I don't
0: understand these things.
1: I think it's just, you know, Marvel started su- Marvel started the tone that came directly out of left field. <laughs> <laughs> shook the world into a, yeah, shook the world into a, into an like, what was he, what is he, into a tone that was very, what was that, relevant?
0: No, it was very, I don't know.
2: What the heck are you talking about?
1: Well, haven't Secrets. you seen, we're gonna have to li- link
0: this again. I think we will have to link it. We'll link Anthony who
1: used to be the CEO at Marvel... And, uh, back before it was Marvel Studios, he was, you know, supervising all of these Marvel movies that were licensed, you know, Spider-Man, X-Men, gotcha. and he, you know, he's not the best spokesperson. I mean, he is because he really, you know, he really makes things sound great, which is, you know, which is an advantage, but what he's saying usually is kind of strange hmm. and hard to understand. Okay.
0: It can be a bit difficult.
1: Yeah, so you should watch this, in my opinion, very very funny. Um, what was that? When they were before they were even filming X Men Three, Avi was in this bonus material. Oh, that
2: guy! I
0: know. Yeah, okay. Intro
1: for it's just funny Fantastic because it's kind of it's kind of like the, the def,
0: it's kind of like the definition of what we call fluff in these kind of making ofs and things. Because really, the video doesn't really show anything.
1: Yeah.
0: It's really like a preview for a preview. <laughs> and so that, that's why it's funny
1: I and also the, everything <clears throat> he's saying is just so out of you know in the air yeah what, what did he say like you know Scott and and Logan they're grieving and then there's a shot of him going oh yeah put that in and it's <laughs> then he goes so
0: hilarious and then Logan has to do what he likes the least be a leader you can see the team back together. We've got. To yeah, to don't, let it, fall don't now. let it fall apart now. So
1: good. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. now we have Kevin Fage who is, mm. who was funny enough. Uh, we saw him. He was in the. Uh, Wait, isn't it Fage? No, no it's Feige. Okay. Cool. Mm. He was in the, uh, table, uh, like production pre-production meeting on X Men One. You can see him. Yeah, he's been he's been around for ages. directors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Super nerd, that guy. Yep. But and, he's doing uh, all right.
2: Oh, yeah, he's doing, he's all, doing right. all right.
1: He's doing all right. He's doing all right. So, you know, he just started the Mar- the Marvel thing, the Marvel Dude. Universe thing going on, and they kind of pushed for that. They did. And, uh, well, there it is. And we just saw the second Marvel movie from the Marvel Universe. The That's second the Marvel s- movie? The second pillar. The second pillar. The second Marvel pillar capping off phase 2. Well, apparently Ant-Man year.
2: caps off phase 2. I've been, I've been I've been Well, told. then what's
1: the Avengers for? What just know. some just some bonus thing?
2: <laughs> I think Ant-Man's a bonus thing. <laughs>
0: Whatever. That was funny though, I have to say in the trailer.
2: Oh, in the Ant-Man, Ant-Man trailer? Yeah. The
0: newest trailer.
2: What happened? I, I haven't seen it.
0: <laughs> uh, towards well. the well, it seems like explaining jokes kind of makes them not funny.
2: But
1: at the end, it's like you know the wasp is there, right? I think his name is. Sure. Yeah. Or yellow jacket. Or- yeah, that's it. Yeah. Suffice Ant-Man. to say, and he's fighting Ant Man, but they're all they're they're both miniaturized, right? Yeah. Right. And they're you know uh, you can't tell where it is because it's close up, right? Because mm-hmm. everything's blurry because it's so small. And then he turns he turns back, you know, like Ant Man. Evades the train track. He turns back, and then oh, yeah. the wasp sees the train coming towards him. It's Thomas the Tank Engine. I <laughs> I remember that actually. I've I seen that before. Yeah, and then we cut. We snap back to like the normal view, and you just see it in the living room, and it just goes and falls over. I do.
2: I do remember that. That is actually quite. That is quite funny. I remember now. I recall.
1: Total recall. 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 All
0: right. So we're here to talk about. Yeah. Recall. Recall. The uh, Avengers two,
1: yeah. The Avengers. age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. We actually saw it now. We saw Most it. We were strange. gonna. We, we were gonna it. see it before, but we couldn't because we wanted to meet our new friend Petra, who we watched. The mentioning movie with. on the podcast. We're mentioning on the podcast. Woo!
0: Yeah. 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 And we went to watch with her. When was it? A couple of days ago. It was great. It was on Thursday. 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 Thursday.
1: You see, we're trying to theme our things very wow. very very much. You did well. Yeah. And uh, well, that was that was fun, wouldn't you say, Jacob? It's pretty fun. Pretty fun. Pretty fun, I say. And uh, yeah. It's cool. And
2: that's So how this. was the cinema? Was it packed?
1: It no. Was it empty? No.
0: Cuz it was Thursday. It was Thursday at a at right. a 18 18:15 18, showing. That's okay. 615.
1: I think we're all, ha ha, so packed.
0: No, it was like us and maybe like six different pe- other people. Nice. Scattered around. Scattered around. Yeah. Oh, right. What about when you came in? Um, when did you watch
1: Avengers Age of Ultron? What? What? I exact saw time.
2: it on... It... Let me see, it released here on thir- on the, on Thursday, um, because that's, oh, okay, that's what things do here. So it released here before it came out in the States, um, like the Thursday before. Um, yeah. I saw it on the Saturday. I think we saw a, let's see, we played tennis in the morning. Uh, I think it might have been like a 2 o'clock showing or 2.30 showing. Oh, wow. Um, but it was packed. That's
0: like proper matinee. Wow. It was pa- packed. 2.30. Yeah, yeah yep, yep. That is um, actually surprising. Well it is a Saturday. I'd like
2: to it's see. It's a Saturday and it's also Peckham has where I live has one of the cheapest cinemas in London, so it's like it was four it's like four fifty to see the film. Um does
0: think yours is four fifty pounds. Mm. Ours was 3 <laughs> three twenty
1: in Euro, euros. Euro. So
2: that's probably <laughs> that's, I don't so know the exchange rate is, but yeah, it's probably about the same. Even cheaper.
1: Awesome, dude.
2: Yeah, so it's good. It was good. Uh, it was a pretty packed cinema, but not. Uh, there was no heads, up, you know, uh, obstructing the view. Mm, so nice. why would there be heads?
0: Obstructing well, the view? because
2: in this cinema and a lot of cinemas in central London that are a bit older, flat. They, they yeah they're flat still. Uh um, buddy. So like for example, if you go to like you would think if you go to the cinemas in like Leicester Square. You're gonna find a lot of kind of yeah, you know arena style seating. Nope, they are primarily um, the flat ones. So I went to go see ages ago Pirates of the Caribbean Four. What, what's that one called? Curse the you. Curse of <laughs> shitty. The curse
0: filmmaking. of bad films. No, I think that um, one's called. That one's actually retitled to Jack Sparrow. I don't <laughs> think it's
2: called <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Curse of no crap. What is it? Stranger um, Tides. On Stranger it. That's Tides. It. Um, yeah, so I why we haven't <laughs> there? Now
1: my mouth feels dirty.
2: And that was like I mean they made us pay like thirteen pounds for a ticket. Ooh. And I was I was just I was distraught Ooh. when I came inside <laughs> It was it like there's a <sighs> head in my there's a head in my way because you know everything's all flat and I would just pay thirteen pounds to see a crap film with a head in the way. Wow. <laughs> should have put that in my review actually. <laughs> why shouldn't you?
0: You should have. <laughs> thirteen pounds. I was just
2: too annoyed <laughs> with how bad the film was.
0: Man, that's unfortunate.
2: So,
1: Avengers, Avengers. what would you say, how would you say it uh, combined the Marvel films this time around? Let's just get into it, eh?
2: Well, I thought it did, um, I guess, I guess the only thing that it really connected to, really, is just Captain America, if anything. Yeah. Um, Even even at that, even at that, kind of loosely... Um, now that, I mean, what's been quite nice is, is before phase one, everything was really connected. Like all these little Easter eggs were being dropped along the way and you had to follow the post-credit scenes and da, 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 da. Um, phase two was a bit different. The post-credit scenes were your kind of connecty bits, whereas the films themselves were pretty standalone. So Iron Man three didn't really provide much of a connection to Avengers. No, um, Thor two didn't have much of a connection either. No. Um, I mean, I know there was an Infinity Stone in there, um, but still, you know, wasn't wasn't that much other than, yeah, other well, than that. And then Captain America through two um, again just had these these ve- Hydra was the is the only really is the only real connection. Yeah. Um, okay. Just dealing right. with the uh, with the aftermath of Hydra's where this where this film picks up. I'd say there's more connections, more connections. There's quite a few. Hint along the way in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um,
1: really? The TV show?
2: Yeah, and I've not seen the episode that connects it yet.
1: Yeah, but where's... Okay, like, the first thing we've all noticed when we, watched, when we started watching Avengers was, where's Phil Colson? I mean, he's such a great guy, and he's not dead. Oh, you're right, he wasn't even in the film.
2: He's dead. He, in an in, interview in with Joss Whedon, he's like, you know, to the Avengers and to the world, Phil is dead. Um... No one, uh, no one, no one, no one knows he's in the
1: he's alive. TV show, uh, otherwise.
2: But the T, he's in the TV show, yes. But With you got to flying, flying It's, it's a yeah. you know, they're they're secret agents. <coughs> you know.
0: Um, yeah, yeah. Well, what's her name? Uh, the lady that looks kind of like Trinity. Yeah, Mar- uh, Mariah, H- Mariah Hill. Mariah yeah. Hill, and
2: and uh, and. Um, she should be like.
0: She should be like. I'm gonna tell Phil. Oh. Uh, like that. That should have been in the film. And I was like, what, yep. what? 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 What is it? What are you talking about? Uh, true. Phil. Phil Coulson. True. He's yeah. supposed to be dead. Okay, True.
1: but look, way back in 2012, when we were talking about Avengers and how it would connect to Avengers Two mm. in the future, one guy. Now, this is interesting. This was a YouTube comment, and I agree with it. It should have. He someone someone said uh, Phil Coulson's death, but not really death, would have been a great u- device to use for um, the 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 Avengers separating because that means that. Uh, Michael Buble. Why did I say that? Samuel Jackson, mm. Nick Fury... Michael Bolton <laughs> ...is lied to them. And he will continue lying to them. And so they're like, mm. oh, this whole thing is based on nothing but, you Lies. know, doing something for someone else's favor. And then Samuel Jackson's like, no, we gotta save the world. And he's like, yeah, I don't care. And then they could've used that as a as a device. In, in they story. could've, and I, I thought and that I they might that do great, that. But... Uh, it turned into Avengers Age of Ultron. Now, let me tell you about what I think at the beginning of this and how it connects to the other Avengers films. I mean, not Avengers films, Marvel, Marvel cinematic films. I consider this not like the first one, where the first one was this big sort of everything is leading up to this. Whoom. Mm-hmm. Avengers. <laughs> bum, 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 ba-dum. Right? And they come together as a team and then they fight the aliens. <laughs> With Loki, and it felt like a big party. It felt like yeah. you know, you know, we watched all these smaller movies. Now comes a big movie, and it's like yeah, and we got to see people interacting and all that. In the case of Avengers two, it feels just like a comic book issue of Avengers or Justice League, because from what I imagine, Avengers the comic would just be its own separate story without having to bridge anything or become any bigger. Than any of the other separate stories with different characters that mm. are in their own. To
2: an extent, yeah, I would agree.
1: Their serials. So this one, I was a little bit, you know, surprised when it started, you know, in this in the Icelands, and they're just already going. Dum, 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 dum. Yeah. They're already together and they're fighting. Remember in the slow motion thing? Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. yeah.
0: Yeah, I remember that now. And
1: it felt like, oh, is that how it's gonna be? It's not gonna be this big cable connecting you know, big topper movie mm. for, for all the, you know, for all the phase two movies we've seen in the past three yeah. years, it's actually just going to be, Oh, an Avengers episode. Yeah. That's what it felt like. Okay.
0: So, me. but what I'm just trying to think, do you understand? Else could, I do understand you, but I'm also at the same time thinking, well, what, what else could it could be? Think done. about yeah. this.
1: Where's Tony Stark in this case? Tony Stark doesn't have his house. Tony Stark just has his little machine and Jarvis.
2: His little machine. You mean so, giant, huge the building in New uses? York city?
0: Star tower. Oh, <laughs>
1: yeah, but I thought he was. Ba- Didn't he like default or something at the end of Iron yeah, Man? Yeah, he, he, did, a, he Iron, did a he Iron did a he reset 3. thing.
2: That, that's all. He wasn't stopping being Iron Man. He just wanted to start over because that's just fresh that's what he does. You see,
1: this is what I don't like. These movies continue to sell the fact that it's going to change the entire uh, status quo. I thought Iron Man Three was going to change Tony Stark's entire. You know, like approach. perception of life, the universe, and everything, and his status in the world. Well, it was no, I, I, it, no, no, it, it wasn't, did. Luke. It was a nice movie. It was a nice Iron Man, Tony Stark movie, and I enjoyed it. The second time I watched it, first time I was disappointed. Yeah. Second time I watched it, great. But they should have advertised it as just. Like just an adventure with Iron Man, yeah. and you know stuff happens, and there's a lot of comedy and all that stuff, which is great. I like that. Same thing with Avengers. It says bum, bum, bum. Age of Ultron, and I thought, hey, we're gonna change the status quo, but no, they just kind of reset, and it just goes, you know, Tony's back. There's no repercussions from the third film. Uh, what's his name? Thor's there. There's no talk about whatever happened to him you know Jeremy Renner is Yeah but there was Mr. I mean I, I I didn't
2: have a problem with it because but that's the thing yeah, I don't I have a problem with it either but I'm just saying what Joss mentioned in, in a couple of interviews is like he needed to write a film that you could just see even if you haven't seen the other films but if you had seen the other films it would make sense which for Marvel and their cinematic universe to 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 do that is pretty hard, and I think he did a pretty good job on it. Because if you make it, the problem is if you make it too interconnected, you have Age of S.H.I.E.L.D. over here, you have Daredevil over there, you have all these films, you have another uh, TV show coming out and Agent Carter is coming back. All this yeah. stuff is connected.
0: It's true, true. It, it becomes, gu- it's just like though, the comics.
2: You can't mention and and uh, quote every, have have a, have a Easter egg from every single comic right. and every single issue that no, I agree you have with coming you, out. But and I'm, I gonna, mean, but at I'm at going the to tell time, you though, that I did At the
0: minimum, though... You could at least, um, you know, have it so that the prerequisites is you have to see all the, the Marvel movies. That could be, you know, it could have been that way.
1: I mean, I don't understand who hasn't seen the Marvel movies. That's the question, though. For, you know? I mean, like I'm just gonna well, watch. I'm just gonna watch Avengers two, even though there's the first one over there. It just matters really how watch.
0: how the film's made. Like, so I didn't know that. I didn't know that Avengers two was made in a way that it was also for viewers who I know because I thought to me I, I figured like... the whole. I always thought the whole project was that you're supposed to watch all of them because then you get the the full picture. Well, that was my impression, but I guess not. Not
2: really, I, and I don't. The thing is, you can't. I don't think you can expect fans to go and. I mean, they obviously want. All the fans. I mean, to you could. I mean, because
0: it's, it's, a, it's a different project. I mean, it's a totally different yeah. approach. So, I mean, technically, you could. You could make all these movies and be like, do not watch this unless you watch the other ones. Yeah. It's possible. <laughs> you could.
2: And that could be, but the thing is, that, that could be exhausting. I mean, let's say, I don't know. Think about it from a. From but I a, thought it was
1: the general consensus that everybody going into yeah, but, this so thought about these movies.
2: A kid who is maybe just now turning 13. Wouldn't have been able to see all the other films in theory. Oh, hey, well, good point. So who's th- but, but at he's at the thirteen now? Parents though, are like, oh, there's a new Avengers film. The parents don't give two craps about the the lineage of the other films. <laughs> so yeah. They're saying, oh, let's go take the kids to go see that new superhero film because they're old enough and it'll be fun. You know, like you have you, have well, you to know keep at that the same time well. though,
0: a lot of people go watch sequels or even third films without even knowing seeing the yeah, other yeah, ones. Yeah, you're right, yeah, you're right. So.
2: Yeah, I mean I I, I it's a poor example I, but I, I went don't to go deny see new, it. I went to go see 300 you know 150 and um it was you know right. I didn't see the first one and that oh. that was all interconnected <laughs> apparently I mean it was a bad example but it's an example
1: All right all right no I I agree it's just that I'm saying like you know if you're going to I didn't I don't understand their approach here that's all Yeah are they are they trying to you know because for me, I would have liked it as a person who's been seeing these films this whole time. I would have liked to have seen something about, like, Tony, what happened to you? Where would you come from? You know? Or, like, you know, what's his name? Captain A, how do you feel about the Winter Soldier problems? You know what I mean? Like, True, I but I then, at the they same did same
0: the time, mention it, though, though, the Winter Soldier. At the same time, though, you don't have to, and you can't necessarily focus on all the characters Mm-mm. in one film. No, you're also
2: right. So in <laughs> this film,
0: funny. I felt there was more of a focus on characters we didn't get a huge backstory on before, yeah. like. Hawkeye. Hawkeye? Mm-hmm. I like, the, I like the Hawkeye. And yeah. Black Widow. Yeah.
1: I like. Well, I don't know about that. Like, and, uh, I just, the I just Hulk. like the Hawkeye guy. Yeah. I just like Mr. Hawkeye. But see, those, are, those his, are characters are we Hulk didn't really hear much about yeah.
0: before, and now we get a totally different. Hawkeye's
2: been in. He was in Thor, and he was in Avengers, and his. His role in both of those were so tiny. He
0: was in Thor. Yeah, yeah. He was in
2: Thor for about 50, like ten wow, minutes.
0: I I, I forgot.
2: It, honestly, I mean, I, I rewatched the film like a few weeks ago, stupidly, um, and it was. I mean, his role was so tiny. It was like it just felt like a missed opportunity. Um, because they had Coulson yeah, in it Yeah, but li- I
0: like, though, that now they're kind of fleshing out the character. Well, exactly. And you and get, that's you they get they a whole different th- picture things, Something
2: like Avengers, or if they're going to start, you know, adding these other characters to the yeah. solo films. Like, Avengers is the only spot where they really have to sh- highlight someone like Hawkeye or Black Widow Yeah, now.
0: I like that. I think that's cool. Mm. I do, too.
2: Because, I mean, again, I like you you
0: can't part. focus on every single one no, in one. film. No,
2: and the thing is, again, you've had your solo films to to work on the yeah. character development because that's exactly that's in my in my own review of it. I mean, that's what I was ta- I talked about that as well is, is how like you don't really see anything new between kind of Captain Thor and Iron Man. They're still just who they are and who they were when you last saw them. Yeah, but yeah. you got this this extra stuff with Black Widow and and Hawkeye, which was um, and and Hulk, and Hulk. which was which was yeah. good and enjoyable. Exactly, I thought,
1: yeah. I would like to see Hulk talk a little bit more though.
2: I was surprised they didn't actually. Yeah. yeah. Especially at the end of the last one when he was like Puny God. Like I thought he was going to have a little bit oh, of Oh, you like... mean
0: the actual Hulk,
1: not mm. not um No, no Bruce not Banner. not Bruce. Okay. Yeah. Doc Bruce Banner oh, they, looking so oh, fabulous yeah. uh, turns into No, no, gamma ray something so turns into the Hulk is not any glamorous. So glamorous. Dun, 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 no, no, it's no, no, also no, 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 good. Hulk. It's also
0: good. They added more Hulk Avengers.
1: Okay, well, Do you know Jacob, how cool it'll be? I have? I have some notes here. I just wanted okay. to mention what I liked the most, honestly, in yes. Avengers was we got to see them saving people. Mm. Oh yeah, That's right. Point, yeah. Captain America is grabbing, you know, poor people falling down from buildings, and he's I like, agree. "Yep, we'll save." Thor is saving people, and I like that so much yeah. because it was it was both. You know, it's that's a little campy, but that's good because yeah. it's a comic book movie, and yeah. I thought the whole thing was felt like that. it would it be campy, it. though? Because that's it. Feels like Thor doesn't have any kind of motivation to be saving people all that much. But then again, well, I
0: mean, he's a good guy.
1: Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That's, he's the that, king. That's, that's he's, kind I mean, of,
0: he's technically in line to be the king, so he should have responsibilities. But Jacob,
1: that's the that's the comic book essence. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I like that. Mm. I like seeing that. Yeah, yeah. And that's what. And that was and the entire movie felt you know
2: because the, ther- the first one was upbeat. all about just fighting yeah. off an army. This one was definitely yeah, right. about saving the people and not having as much casualties, which is yes. which was which yeah, was that nice. was a good aspect. Oh yeah, oh,
1: and you compare that with
2: Man of Steel? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you compare it with him and Batman? Batman's do you bleed. It's like they don't they don't care about the people. I
0: know, right? They're just they're just they're just ready to battle. Take <laughs> ah, it out. Calm, out. calm
2: down, guys. Calm oh,
1: down. Um,
0: um, so do, we, yeah, have, do so we have? are we going to go through this? Let's do it. Should, no, we, should we, should we, should we actually we like recap or, what the
2: plot is? Because well, we can
1: do we it really recap quickly. So the they go into the ice place. They go into this place called Sov- Sokovia, Sovia. which I didn't even know. I at did, the oh, so is so, it, It's a fictional place, then, right? Yeah, old. it's again, a fictional yeah. place. We thought it was Slovakia. Yeah. I was hearing
0: where everyone speaks in an Eastern European accent, even to each other.
1: Yeah. <laughs> And so, so they're so they're apparently uh, invading some kind of Hydra outpost with Mister mm. Hayes from uh, right. I forgot for he was the in the, the eyepatch. Yeah, little yeah, little yeah. Little. So that's why I'm here to recap the story for you guys while we talk about it. Um, what do you think about that, Mister? Apparently, his name is Baron Wolfgang von Stroka. Yeah, I, and I have no idea what he does. He's dead already, so it doesn't true, matter to me.
2: True, I was. Um it was interesting. I thought they were going to do something a little bit more with him, to be honest. Me too, yeah. Um, yeah. He was just in it for kind of a blip.
1: He was at the beginning of, uh, what's it called? He was at, well, uh, he was at
2: the end of... of uh, yeah, He's He's at, at, the end end of the at the end of Guardians. No, Winter Soldier. I don't know.
1: I thought he was at the end of Guardians. Who was at the end of Guardians? Oh,
2: the Old duck. That was Howard the Duck, man.
1: <laughs> Ron Howard
0: the Duck Yeah, um, but I, I thought he was going to be longer in the film, but you know, whatever. Yeah,
2: so I mean, he, I mean, yeah, I thought he was going to be in it a little bit more, but his, obviously his role was quite.
0: I was just not sure who's, who was he, you know. It's he old, didn't like the Avengers, it's, clearly. It's t- no, he, he was Hydra. He, he was Hydra.
2: Um, Hydra. So that's, okay. what, that's what I'm saying. This one, if anything, connects most to Captain America because they're continuing to take down Hydra. People. I like
0: that. I like that, though, that S.H.I.E.L.D. rebooted, and now S.H.I.E.L.D. has to start from the ground up, mm. and basically we're left with the Avengers. Yes. And uh, hobo Samuel Jackson, a.k.a. Yeah. what's that his name? That
1: was hilarious when he came in. What's his name, guys? Nick Fury. Uh, Nick,
0: Nick Fury, Nick, right? Nick Fury. That's cool, because now it's just it's up to them. Like, now the stakes are even higher if you look at it, because now there's no backup. There's no backup.
2: Well, that's not true, because there's, there's still a show, so there is that's what mm. the show well
0: let, let's let's just set the, set the show aside cause that's not part of the like we said you can watch the film without True. having seen the show True. so um, now what's interesting is that they did get the carrier back the mm.
2: yeah, what was that how,
0: how did they get that back that's what I'm wondering
2: well the, I mean
1: you know what I was imagining just what? you know Nick Fury coming in with keys little keys and a smiley face on the keychain. Yeah. <laughs> and he drives it himself with a little steering wheel yeah, someone like, of Joe. Yeah, and it comes up. Well, Avengers! The
2: thing is, like, again, that's that's where you have Come to out. have to kind of watch a little bit of the show because if you see the show, you know that Shield still has a heck of a lot of tech out there, and they're still reformulating and stuff like that. So okay, true. Well, but at least
0: at least though, it's it's not as what it used to be. All right, no, we well, can say that. So yeah, let's no. let's
1: move on here. Let's move on here. Mister Wolfgang von Strucker has Loki's Loki Pokey Stick. Yep. Like a stick, oh, it's, okay. it's back. It's the Loki back. Pokey. We we, we last escape. when we saw it. And, yeah, the But in a good way, you know. It's the Loki Poke stick. Loki Poke stick. And uh and of course we have the artificial intelligence program. Now this is the main story because it's called Age of Ultron. Ultron. Yeah. And uh so uh Tony and Banner. Mr Mr. Banner. Banner Mr. Banner. Uh they decide to make uh, an artificial intelligence. Mm.
0: It's pretty good. It's pretty
1: good. <laughs> Decided to make an artificial uh, intelligence. Beast in our time, and um, beast in our time. And I don't know. I don't. I didn't get it too much. I mean, the, the there was this ball of light which was Jarvis. And well, there was well blue Jar- ball Jarvis. Light, <laughs> Jarvis was, was
0: based on Jarvis was based on a technology that was more like um the way they make computers now. And then uh, the technology was based the Ultron was based on was mimicking how the human brain works. So that's why at the beginning he was like, oh, right. he was like, it looks like a human brain. And he's like artificial intelligence. And Tony's like, yo.
2: Mm.
0: So that that was the idea behind that.
2: Yeah, right. And also, and Ultron, t- taking I like from I like the
1: party with the with 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 with, Bro- with Brody. What am I saying? What's his with name? Rody. Uh,
0: Brody.
2: Brody.
1: Rhodes. Brody. Yeah.
2: Mm. Brody. Brody.
0: I'm sorry. That's fine. I don't even know.
1: I'm so glad he was in the movie. That's what <laughs> yeah. I want to
2: yeah. say. I thought the party scene was fun. It was. It was fun to have all those characters kind of momentarily yeah, yeah, splashing yeah. like like um um oh frick Falcon and and, and whatever. Um, yeah. That was all. That was and all. And you
0: had the little, 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 little you know silly convos between uh, Thor and
2: uh, and the
1: joke that no one was supposed to know.
2: Yeah, that's yeah, like I like the did. joke that no one was supposed to know. I like
1: that. Yeah, that was and fun. then and then the after party with a little bit of Captain America almost picking up the hammer. Mm, that's yeah. right. Yep, yep. Those are those are those little things that I like so much that I like in movies that things that have to be more in movies because they're good.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, it was good. Just have them like kind of. It was nice to see them. Obviously they started with that huge action set piece and that was fun but it was good to actually see the Avengers just being friends and hanging out and stuff. Um
0: Yeah, what it's like on the inside.
2: Yeah. Because you don't you don't see that even even in like X-Men films where you know that they all hang out and stuff. You don't really see that. It's always no, drama. No. Whereas this was mm-hmm. good just to see like just you kind of fun. you believe in the friendship, which is nice. So like when the first Avengers film happened, you're kind of like God, like just you, none of them like each other and stuff like that. Whereas this time you're like, oh, it's nice that they yeah. can be cracking jokes yeah. and teasing each other and they're not going to, you know, punch each other in the face, which is, which and is nice. And then,
1: you know, one of the coolest parts in the movie comes in because I happen to have an affinity of monsters that are mm. that are kind of a little bit, you know, a little bit wonky. Yep. So there there comes, you know. Pinocchio! The, yeah, the 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 very you know like self made Ultron. Yeah. Yes. You're here. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're all, all puppets. just puppets on strings. On strings. And I really liked it. His voice was great by uh, James Spader. James Spader. Spader's voice. I thought that was good, and I think the uh, the 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 motion capture attitude. is great as well
2: because oh, there's, which one? There's you mean certain for the for, the, for that, the
1: one where he comes in? You say again. Where the, the one where he comes in, yeah, that was great. I love that. Yeah,
2: because there's these certain movements <laughs> that Jamie Spader makes when he when you see him act, and to see those replicated on on Ultron and all the versions of Ultron was like that's just awesome. Because as great as his voice is, the way he moves as well is is quite is quite fun. So I, I liked I liked how that looked.
1: All right. Well, that's what that's what happens, and he comes in, and it's kind of scary, and. Uh Kind of forget what happens. There's this, well, well, actually, he, well, what he I like about this tells scene, though, the is that, that he's going to kill them all because that's how the yeah, world's yeah. going to be safe. Well,
0: I like in this scene what's cool is that um, it creates a real sense of a threat because he uploads himself to the internet, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. at this point in the story. Yeah. And so that is where you're like, oh man, technology sucks. It's so terrible. Like, <laughs> because it causes such a big problem. I mean, like, Tony Starr created this guy, right? Mm. And he used all his brains and all his wit to create this artificial intelligence. And in the end, he uploads himself to the internet. It's like, how in the world are you going to stop this guy now? Where he's, just, like, he's in every single crevice and every single computer. Mm. Um, so that that was cool that it okay, creates you a know kind what of else like was, real threat. Yeah. You know what else was cool? Because usually a lot of movies, they, 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 there's a threat, but it's like, oh, whatever. But here you're like, oh, no, what are you going to do?
1: Mm. Yeah. Um. But he was supposed to be made by Hank Pym, who was the original Ant-Man, True. played by Michael Douglas in the new Ant-Man coming yeah,
2: out. Yeah, but it's the movie, so. Yeah, you're
1: right. But I'm just saying, you know, again, if they well, wanted apparently, to.
2: Apparently, there's this theory popping about. Um, for example, Thor, the new one, what's it called? Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Well apparently there's a there's a, a a clone of Thor called Ragnarok that was made by <laughs> Tony Stark
1: again. So now so, they're going to make him make well, by, made by Ant-Man.
2: That's that's a that's a rumor that that could why not be, that just could do be that something.
1: because at least at least you can switch some things yeah doesn't always have to be tony stark
2: yeah no it Charlie you know, stark it works it feels, i think i mean cool
1: exec know. with the heart of steel as iron man all jets blaze he's fighting and smiting with repulsor rays amazing yep. armor with iron man a blazing bomber
2: iron man yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. no i to me <laughs> it, yeah there's some changes like that that i really don't mind some fans are gonna be like oh my gosh you're not respecting yeah, the yeah. source." But, uh, you know, I thought it was... But if it
0: works for the story, I mean, that's the thing. That's the thing, thing, isn't it? Like, getting mad about that kind of stuff doesn't make a lot
1: of sense to me. So, yeah, there's a a little bit of a fight going on, and then... Oh, yeah, and then there's also the thing with with, uh, Bruce Banner and... uh, well no, no, no. Scarlet Scarlet. Now you know, but
0: you were saying that but earlier you said that you told me, oh, they're setting up civil war here, right? With uh mm.
1: Oh, that's that's later on, Jay. We have can we can we move on with the yeah, let's story go on. I, see, I, I not go with the, the best st- I'm trying lines. to get through the story, man. So what happens after that? Uh they go to the base of arms dealer, you'll Oh yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh Ultron uses the resources in Strucker's Sokovia because to base to upgrade his rudimentary body. Okay, so yeah, so then um, Ultron goes off to uh, build his new body, mm-hmm. his his Ultron, you know, armor body, mm-hmm. and he takes I think the two the, the twins, the yeah, twins? twins, yeah, yeah, Magneto's children. Yep. Really? Yeah.
2: Well, they're not they're not in this, obviously, but yes. Oh, didn't know that.
1: Don't you remember? In yep. X-Men Days of Future Pants. He's like, you know, Quicksilver, same
2: character. Oh,
0: yes, yes, he told me that. I can't connect because of two different yeah. actors. So
1: It's just too bad. It's just such a shame. Mm. Been, it would have been fun. Would have been fun to just... If it was connected or it if it was yeah. the same
0: actor. Because
1: yeah. then you can put in Magneto. It's true. I don't know. Looks a little silent here.
2: Well it's just, it's just not gonna happen, so No, it's
1: not gonna happen. But. Hey, Spider
0: Man <laughs> Yeah, but X, join, X, so. X, the
2: current version of X-Men will never connect to the Marvel MCU. It just won't happen. Too bad. They'll, I mean, they'll at least re- will never if say they do never. That, I mean like that, at least Wolverine.
1: Just have Wolverine in there. Just mm. just for fun. I just that's all I want. I just fun. want the fun agree, of it. I agree. But it's not gonna happen.
2: Unfortunately.
1: Well, that's because people are being butts. So anyway, Ultron shows up, and he's big Ultron. You know, he's he's ultra Ultron. Well, not yet. He's just you know medium Ultron. Yeah. Now I have to tell you, this was a complaint of mine throughout the entire thing, mm-hmm. because I thought it was Age of Ultron. I thought you know Ultron would uh, would have achieved a bit more mm-hmm. in, in in the movie, but uh, overall, in the entire film, Ultron kind of kind of bumbles around in a way. Kind of escapes from one area to another, and and tries to do something, and always gets stopped. Hmm.
2: To some extent, yeah.
1: And and, and that, that kind of disappointed me.
2: Yeah, I think,
1: uh, especially since it's a movie called Age of Ultron. Even though the age was like, well, a few I days. mean,
0: still so you get a conflict. It could be called conflict with Ultron.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, like, like it, it. It only really took place over a few days. Um, and he just
1: like he goes to Let Viria, Where was this again? He was, he goes to. Not Slovakia. He goes to
2: uh, Wakanda, which is um, in Africa, where the Black Panther is supposed to be from to get the vibranium or whatever it is that metal. Mm
1: -hmm. And then he meets Andy Serkis, who's been doing gorilla research again for for his next role as as in King Kong, Son of Kong. Mm. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there was a there was a pretty cool moment there, and I really liked what I liked about Ultron. Was his 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 wits and his all that stuff? It's, mm-hmm. it's like Tony Stark, which is perfect because he's you know made a, made my own own, own image, right? True. Yes. And so he, when,
2: in the in the length of time, I mean, yeah, he did do he did do quite a bit. I mean, he in about two days' time, he went from being a, a you know bucket of bolts to a you know pretty strong metal dude with a pretty massive sure, metal army, sure. um, who yeah. is who's about to destroy the earth. I mean, he did do quite a lot in a small period of time. I think what would have been cooler, um, is if, um, his menace and threat would have been a little bit more subdued. Um, make it a little more. What do you mean by that? Well, I think it happened all too quickly. Um, I would have liked Ultron to have been a, a growing threat rather than just like, Here's the threat, we got forty eight hours to destroy it. Um I yeah. I would have liked a more yeah. kind of building. That makes it
1: more like moment of
2: Ultron. Right. Yeah. Yeah, more kind of building would have been would have been nice. Um yeah, and just have different stuff. So
1: anyway, while yeah. we're in uh Zambimbia, or wherever that place is supposed Wakanda. to be. I keep forgetting. Wakanda. Wakalaba. 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 <laughs> Wakanda. And Andy Circus gets his circuits <laughs> and he circuits because his circuits removed yeah his 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 uh his uh his appendage one of his appendages yep. falls off the star Which the reference? star wars reference what but it was a good it was a good moment i liked it because i didn't expect it it was good so there you go true but true. what i didn't like about ultron again was his now you said his motions nothing uh, that's the weirdest thing because i was about to mention that i didn't really like his lip sync mm. oh his horns. mouth was
2: awful yeah. His his his, his body thing about it.
0: Fine. I have to agree, like I don't like to complain about this, but it, it was a bit off putting because I don't know why know, they didn't stick with the metal. original
2: design. That's the only thing that really bugs me is his Ultron's original face design doesn't have a movable, movable mouth. It just has mm. this quite scary, open glowing hole, which I thought yeah. would have worked. I thought mm. I, he looked he looked scarier in the comics. I didn't think that his look in terms of mainly because of his his mouth it didn't it just looked too Transformersy to me um, yeah I,
0: th- I think though increasingly in the story um ultron tends to take this kind of uh, i guess in a way kind of like a comedic persona towards towards the end of the film mm. maybe that's why they made his lips move like that i don't know
2: yeah i he was i know he's all about wanting to evolve hum- humanity and become the next stage and stuff like that and that's why he wants to wipe them out and create his own thing but it just um yeah, Mewtwo
1: yeah really? Pokemon Basically. the first movie
2: yeah Pe- um, people
1: people people complain about Pokemon for being a bad story and this
2: is the same thing <laughs> yeah <Kind of. laughs> um but yeah so I thought I'd, I I wasn't amused especially with with uh Ultron Mark 3 um at the end when he's a little bit puffy um yeah see I didn't even notice he had different marks I did. Uh, the same to me. But I know When he came on, I was like, what the hell? Like, you've just, like... He's just been, like, you know, stuffed with, um... I don't know, what's, what's the... Oh, Pillows, crap. What's cotton. that lip? What's that stuff? um, Crap. Botox? Botox, yeah it's Botox. Just, Yeah, the Botox <laughs> injection in his face, you know? Um, <laughs> I
0: looked up stuff on the internet.
2: Right. And, um, so. and to me, I just thought, nah, I just... He looked okay, but it was just... Yeah, I just... I didn't buy into it. He looked too much like Megatron, by the way. Do you know who I liked? I
0: liked, um... Guys, tell me what his name is. <laughs> Jeremy Renner?
1: No. Okay. Hawkeye. Uh, oh, alien. we're not done yet, Jacob. We're we'll oh, to, we'll we'll going to too that. far. Okay, let's keep going. So they all have hallucinations, remember? Yes. And, oh yes. And and that happens, and then the Hulk has the worst one and he starts going nuts. Yes. He's going nuts. Which which that was I mean, that, that was, was the scene
2: that they were supposed to have the Hulk turn grey and become the grey Hulk. Yeah, really. and they changed it the last minute to just keep him green, which I really, really, really wish they didn't do because the Gray Hulk is a completely different persona to the normal Green Hulk, um, and I think that just would have been—it would have been nice to have seen a different side of the Hulk other than just the green.
1: Yeah, side. Gray, Gray Hulk, I think, can talk.
2: Yeah, they, yeah, he can. Like he's a bit more. Maybe- what? beats me yeah you,
1: yeah Yeah, No. So yeah. I think
2: that would have been really cool so I was kind of disappointed during that scene and when then, he yeah. didn't do that and stuff but I did like the Hulkbuster and that whole fight yeah I and then the Hulkbuster
1: was... shows up and you know Tony starts fighting Busting the out. Hulk yeah. yeah which was cool you know mm. it's cool it's got some cool action that was yeah. cool. But the way, the, all the action scenes, I have to say, they were, the way they were shot were just, I'm, I'm sorry, they, they get the film, cinematography seal of disapproval. Mm. Really? Yeah, they were shot a little too close, and there's a lot of motion, and it was really hard to understand sometimes what was going on because it just didn't want to pull back enough so you could mm. see yeah. what was happening. But otherwise, I don't know, you know, I but I'm just it. saying the action was yeah. nice. I mean, I, you know, like, all the, all the fighting was exciting. It was not, it was not boring.
0: I liked no. when uh, Tony Stark was using the... Hulkbuster, total contrast to the way that Scarlett Johansson does it. Like you know, Tony Stark basically in that oh, scene, yeah, he's he becomes to... he becomes the babysitter who doesn't <laughs> want to become the babysitter. and He has no clue how to handle the situation, and he does the complete opposite, which is beating beating up the Hulk, which is just you know yeah. encouraging him to get ang- more angry. Oh, so
2: right. That was oh, good. Gosh. That was a good
0: little contrast there. I thought, uh, and so it's you know ends up being this crazy chase, you know, and destroying even more buildings. Yeah, and, and then they destroy, putting like, people in danger, building. and then
1: people are like, "Oh no!" Avengers, and then And totally, then this Avengers, the yeah, Avengers bad.
0: become get in the spotlight for a few seconds, just, though. Yeah, I know, but it, but it becomes a problem Does because Tony. Well, it, it becomes a problem at the moment.
1: Okay. Oh, that and then that what that's what leads to them go, talking about should we, you know, this 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 artificial man should we, you know pump him up or should we let's pump him up let's pump <laughs> up this artificial him? man or <laughs> should we do deflate
0: him what, are you, talking, what are, you about, are you talking about the body the artificial body yes well is the already in aura, the, right the, end of the film let me skip something no
2: that's the movie no that's, that's wow no, that's what's happening at the moment is they once they go to <laughs> they go back to Slovakia or whatever it's called right? yeah Sokovia um, and they mm-hmm. and they find the um the, they, yeah, they bust Ultron's base, and they have that fight, and they meet the twins, and they that's do the, we the stuff and the Battle of the Hulk, and then they're trying to get that body out of there. Um, yeah, well, Ultron goes to the uh, doctor lady. Oh, the, the no, Korean
0: doctor lady. Yeah yeah, later, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, A little bit later. Well, what?
0: He tells her to create the body, remember? Yeah. Out of some kind of adamantium. Oh, it was in Korea, wasn't Why it? Why isn't it adamantium? Can you guys tell me Marvel. that? Because adamantium is that's, that's, that's,
2: that's, that's X-Men.
0: Yeah, but isn't that part of the Marvel? But you can't like, use something own? that someone else it. is using right now. not Marvel copyright law? It? Doesn't they, don't they own the trade? Yeah, but
1: they can't do it on a movie. That's too
2: bad. I know it that was
0: because adamantium. I always thought was the strongest, not um, whatever this stuff's vibranium, called. It is. vibranium.
2: And it, it depends. what well, depends on the on the, the story they want to tell. I mean, some yeah, it, yeah even in the cartoons they. Oh well, back let's just forth. pretend
0: it's adamantium. Anyway.
1: Um, so cool, what else what else what I would i like to say uh well in korea these things happen and ultron's there and he's yeah. kind of scary but you know again like i said kind of falls flat many times and it, not, not falls flat but just kind of a little bit disappointing for me because i thought ultron would be
0: i guess yeah i, I like though that uh, again plus the thing with him getting on you know, now that he's almost getting his final form and and you know <clears throat> at this point in the film we have to stop ultron because if he gets his final form you know who knows what'll happen then because yeah. he'll be like half machine half biomechanic.: dude and plus the, the, infin- the infinity
1: stone yeah. in his head and, and it's so funny how you said that i mean infinity that's like it's stone. like a universe thing dude yeah yeah it's funny how I you said that Like could destroy the world like it's funny how you know about the Infinity Stone even though it really wasn't explained too much. In it the was. Movies. What do you mean? Was it? There was like a whole yeah. like
0: vision where he's like, "Look at the f- stones." Remember Thor?
1: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, there was in his hot to... bath.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what it was, yeah.
1: man. I forgot. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Um. Then what happens? Then, then you know. Well, then the, the, Avengers, Jeremy have Renner... to,
2: they have, the Avengers have to regroup, and that's. Yeah. Really oh go. yes,
1: and then and then it becomes Ninja Turtles. I know, right? Yeah. Explain. Okay, Explain in the, in the movie Ninja Turtles, the 1990 the one. or yeah. 1981, yeah. 1989 yeah. one, yeah, uh, the middle of the movie is exactly this. They have to leave to a country house.
0: Mm. Oh yeah. Do you know what's funny? I called it in my head. I called it that he was he would take them what to his secret house,
2: which is fine. I like that. I like that. I really like that. It was one of Fury's the bases, is what I thought. Oh really? Um, because they tease that a little bit in, in Agents of Shield. There's a couple times where they go to a farmhouse. Um, is it the, the same one? No, 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 no. Um, and they're like, oh, this is one of Fury's hideouts. So I thought, oh, it must be okay. what they go to. And I did not expect that to be. I actually Hawkeye's, thought like, it was going to be.
0: Yeah, I thought it was going to be his mom's house or his grandma's house. That's what I thought. And then the joke would be when everyone gets her, like, you're kidding me, right? That's what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> well,
2: yeah. but uh, well, but, then, I but, then, I but then, then, you know, it was the, a great The, part the of funny the film, thing though. was
1: that because, yeah, because Jeremy. Well, I keep saying Jeremy Renner. Hawkeye. Hawkeye yeah. Uh, he was so no one cared about him, and and I liked it in the movie they said that. Well, too. what's cool, cool is like that, no one cares about me.
0: Well, <laughs> yeah, but the cool thing is though that we get this side of his character where yes. he's aware of that and he yes. doesn't care that's, about that's that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah,
2: and like as well is, is, I mean, in Avengers the first one, to me it came across like they were teasing a relationship between Scarlet Witch brother which um <laughs> See, you the same well. problem, did you really um, think
0: so i don't know i always thought it yeah, was yeah uh, because for example at the beginning friends.
2: of the no at the beginning of the film um when colson's like you know barton's been compromised she's like crap and then when they're having their little conversation when he's come back to normal you know right. it just it just teased it slightly they easily could have taken it into i do relationship know. angle in this film if they, they could have but way. i'm
0: glad they didn't though
2: oh I, no, I, I am too. I thought it was a lot. Uh, it was it was a lot nicer to see them actually. Just they're just best friends. Yeah, and she's invested in his life and vice versa. And she knows his kids and his yeah. wife. And it was just like, oh, this is this is quite nice actually. They, so anyway, they hang out friends. for a bit
1: there, and then there's a there's a little a little kerfuffle with uh, Captain A and Tony S. Mm. The and Thor
2: and Thor just like guys, piss off! I'm gonna go do some stuff. Like, he just left. I'm man. going to go.
1: Yeah. And, hot
2: bath,
1: yeah, and then and then there's this whole developing relationship with 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 Bruce Banner mm-hmm. and Scarlett yes. Johansson character, was quite nice as well. Natasha Romanoff. I, mean, I like. Okay, you a, liked it, but our friend Panta didn't like it when she we were like watching. It. She's like, "Oh no!"
2: No, the thing is, it's a bit of an odd couple, but at the same time, like, I appreciate that in a in a superhero film and one of an epic like these, these are supposed to be the epic toppers to all of the. You know, phases or whatever. Um, it was actually quite nice that they fit in um, a bit of a love story between these yeah. characters. Because, yeah, of course. You know, and it felt it felt, it felt yeah. pretty
0: uh, genuine compared to usually stuff. Usually, relationships can feel shoehorned, and this one felt yeah. like there was yeah, something, you got, something. You got a tangible, little arguments. You got a there. little. Yeah. And Iron yeah, Man little or little Avengers
2: talk. had already had Pepper Potts in it, so I mean, they were e- that was easy to play off with with Tony Pepper, and Pepper. Potts. Yeah, that's, um, that's whereas though. this film. Obviously didn't have pepper, which I didn't even realize. After the film, actually, I was like, "Where the hell was Potts?" Like well, she's just you know, no you know she wasn't around. Which is which is it was kind of it was weird. I, I don't and even nice. know if
0: if Tony Stark is even with her anymore because she's probably just like some business lady now.
2: No, I mean, he said they they, they make a, a quick comment about her um, running running the company. Yeah, that's um, what I thought. I figured like. But i yeah. keep on the
0: couch.
1: So anyway, they go back. They get the they get the thing from Korea, and then there's this whole action sequence again, and which is again what I'm saying about Ultron. It feels like he's just running around doing some sneaky sneaky business, yeah. and the Avengers come in to try to stop it or change things. True, which but I mean, is fine, didn't... but I'm just saying <sighs> that it would have been nicer to have seen something a little bit more.
2: That's that's, why, that's why I say they needed something a little bit more menacing, something that was building up rather than these.
1: Yeah, you we know, the, the, the action, the, to no the action
2: sequences are great. The the well fun, but I well, but the, but the but the menacing
0: part was him potentially getting that Arkenstone <laughs> What was the it called? What the the Infinity Stone. Stone? Yeah, that's that's the threat. The Arkenstone it, Stone is one he, of the get, Infinity Stones. The, yeah, if he if he gets the Infinity Stone, it's
2: true. It's true. Terrible times.
1: I know. I know. It's true, I, but, but I, I didn't get that from the movie. No, no. I, I didn't mean, I
2: I think it was. I mean, you know, it was it was there, but I because of. Because of the way Ultron is and because of the way the, the comics are, I it just it, he just he's a bit more it, I don't know. It was it was very fast. The thing is
1: <laughs> Yes?
2: The film was cut quite a bit. It's supposed to be like three hours long, apparently. And I think you can tell that with the final cut. That's the way I mm. felt when I was watching. I thought there is so much happening and we're jumping all over the place that I'm feeling like there're certain bits that we are unfortunately missing out. And that would help yeah, improve the story. Um so I really, really hope when they release the D V D or Blu ray, whatever, um, that they will I think it's the supposed Avengers to put 2. on point five. The, I think it's supposed to put on the extended cut or whatever. Um Oh look push, what it says.
1: Ultron was the first Marvel Comics character to wield the metal alloy Adamantium.
2: Adamantium.
0: Yeah. Though what I will admit though is that he didn't as a character he didn't feel uh very ruthless. So Exactly he, like for example even even his um even he doesn't know what his motivations are. That's what it felt like. It felt like he was this AI and he doesn't necessarily even know exactly what he's doing. He's kind of like operating on some kind of a Im- emotional yeah. or some kind of a strange, like it's not even clear, you know, if he knows what he's doing. So that's where less threatening. That was one, it, it that aspect for me that you know. kind of
2: bugged me actually is... Is is well? I mean, he has motivation. He wants to destroy the Avengers, and he wants to upgrade humanity. That that's his motivation.
0: Right, but then we find out that but like I, he has a plan to destroy, uh, you know, humans, and he doesn't necessarily know why. And no, he does. Kind of he wants
2: he wants to upgrade them. That that's his whole point. He wants to upgrade humanity, and mm-hmm. that's why he's building that that body because he wants to create the next step because humanity's flawed and the avengers are flawed so he's just going to wipe them all out and create right. something new because he's the super intelligent one who can do so right um that's that's his motivation but um crap where, where was i going with that
0: because <laughs> um, I, I remember though when he was about to plug himself while well, he was uploading himself into that um biomechanic body yeah the the what's her name mind reader russian girl uh, she was reading his mind. and He was also kind of like wondering where is she getting all this information from. So that, that's where I got the impression that he doesn't know necessarily. Um, I think it was exactly he didn't really, realize that
2: she because the, the the body was is there is it's there is it's it's not human but it has tendencies or whatever. Whatever you want to say, um, I think because she, he couldn't, she couldn't read his mind, when he was just the metal man. Yeah, yeah. As he started to The metal become, man, <laughs> but when she was more, reading his mind in the biomechanics, what are you guys talking about? I got she was lost. beginning
0: to to see stuff that even he wasn't aware of. That's what was my impression. I wow, could be wh- wrong. What metal man? I, I don't.
2: I don't think it was unaware. I think it was he's like she's seeing his whole plan, and and they're just right. pawns. He's just using them to to gain this, and he will eventually destroy them all.
0: Okay. Um, I guess I looked too much into that scene.
1: The Metal Man, the Metal man. man,
2: built the, the biomechanical. All right, what, so so, so they exact, get hang the hang coffin. On, on, no, no, no. Hang no, on, no, no, hang on, hang on. I know what I was going to say back to that. Um, what I thought as well is I thought I get that they, he's supposed to be the product of Tony Stark, and he's got all that wit and stuff. I thought it would have been a little bit scarier if he was more emotionless because, yeah, I for agree. example, ah, totally. uh, yeah, um, uh, what's his face, Spader, when he's in the show called The Blacklist. Um, He's freaking awesome in this show. He's like he's he's human obviously, but he's just he's cold, he's ruthless, he's scary. You never he's he, he literally he'll just sit there and be talking normal and just blow your head off and right. then just carry on talking normal. It's like it, that's who I envisioned um Ultron to be. Um, that's what is, I thought at the
0: beginning of the film as well. He,
2: but he was just so... There was too there was too much... I know Joss Whedon likes his comedy, and Joss Whedon is he's a good director, and he's got some good stuff, but there was too much humor for Ultron. Um, yeah, I agree. And that's that's one, uh, one, one bit that dig bugged me. I wanted it... Just, yeah, he needed to be more cold. Yeah, because toward, <laughs> towards the end, it seemed
0: like Ultron was... He was kind of messing around uh, a lot yeah. of the times, which is fine, but... At the same time, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't being cold and calculated
2: yeah. when, like When or, like his plan machine. was falling apart, he wasn't, it, it seemed like he was just, you know, it just, yeah, it was too... All to right, anyway,
1: they get the, 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 the thing. The yeah, body. the thing with the Arkenstone. Yeah. Oh, wow. With the Arkenstone, in it. <laughs> then, the Arkenstone. And then, and then, and then, this is the setup with... Uh, with the with, Infinity Stone. Uh, mm. Well, now comes the setup with, like, Tony's going, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta wake this guy up and then right this, and then is, Cap, a, this is the Cap big Nahab conflict is going no
2: well basically they wanted they wanted to do the exact same thing that they Cap did Nahab. that created ultron yeah and cap's like you can't do that you guys are idiots and iron man's like i'll do whatever the hell i want
1: hey hey
0: language, language. <laughs> no iron man is like oh yeah language <laughs> iron man was like uh no this is the re- this this one this time it's gonna work yeah yeah that's what basically he was saying yeah and then and they kind of
1: uh, fight each other with, uh, with, with Wanda. Yep, Wanda. Hey,
2: Wanda. So they, they, uh, start, Wanda? they start, they start fight, which is quite cool. And then stupid, Quicksilver comes in and unplugs the machine. Um, oh, yeah, as, right. as he's, as he's. Okay, named wait, stop. Dumbed.
1: Let's just real quick. Let's talk about Scarlet Witch because she's a mutant. I mean, no, she's not. <laughs> I, I think they call her. I think
2: they called her one of the gifted, didn't they? Yeah, gifted. Yeah. I think that was an offhand comment that they. That oh, yeah. they uh, but her
1: power is supposed days. to be uh, changing reality, though.
2: There are all kinds of stuff. They're they're mind bending powers, and she can change reality if she wants. Or yeah, but they
1: kind of they didn't do that in this movie. Cause... Not yet, at least. Well, here
0: her powers are force fields and mind reading.
1: And both of them were in Godzilla. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. <laughs> True. Um, all I right. thought Scarlet Witch was pretty. Oh, and cool. she's played by you know she's played by the youngest, the youngest um Olson young, young sibling. Old? I
2: think she's one of the older ones. Youngest. No, she's the youngest one, isn't she? She's the youngest.
1: Yes. Really. You're yep. old, Luke, like me. Old Everywhere like me. you go, everywhere, everywhere you
2: go. <laughs> when were the they're, Olsen twins born? There's some trouble with old Tron. <laughs> What? When
1: When
2: are the others born? Let's find out.
1: They were born a little bit old, more than. See, she was. She's what? She's so, she's six is... days younger than I am.
2: Wow. I'm so. Wait. What's What's Oh, her name's Elizabeth Olsen, isn't it? Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's so strange. She and is Louis younger.
1: Oh, song, oh song, Elizabeth, oh song.
2: She's 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 much cooler than her than her twins.
1: Well, she's better at acting, definitely. She
2: is definitely. Um, anyway, so, uh, so anyway, she. I thought she was cool. I thought there was a lot of there was more development and more interaction with her, which I liked. I got to be honest, I didn't care for Quicksilver. I thought he was well. That's
1: okay because the movie didn't either. Well, because but, but he, he end, worked though. spoilers
0: he worked, though in that their relationship as siblings kind of. That, that it works. It kind of helped because towards the, to end, to, uh, to <laughs> yeah, the end we have
1: We are going to go no. over there to a place. In the end
0: we have the despair where he dies. Despair. Yeah, spoilers. So, you know, um, what do you mean
2: everyone? This is, this is a whole spoiler yeah, thing. You never know. You know, you know people like. But yeah, no, spoilers. So wait. Okay, so, so, spoilers. so Thor comes dies. down from the
0: heavens. like Jarvis know, becomes a human. Like,
1: oh, hang on. Wait, Thor comes down like, like Elisha in the yes. Bible. He's like, I have a vision.
3: <clears throat> what? The well, yeah. uh, Speaking of
1: which, there was a lot of Bible... Things. Was there? Did you notice that? I didn't. He's like, you know, Ultron's like, I will smite thee in thy hands. And oh, really? And you will know I am below lord. Oh, it. yeah, you're right. There was,
0: wasn't there? There's was yes. a lot of God references and stuff. Mm. I remember that, yeah. It's like three. <laughs> yeah.
2: <to laughs> yeah. Three. Um, so yeah, so Thor, Thor comes back from his, his bath.
1: Yeah. That's with, with, with his bath
2: with, with Dr. Selvik, which, you know... Oh, right,
1: had, with Selvus Cascard.
2: Mm, which... I, I read that that whole scene was supposed to be cut out completely um, well it could have
1: been cut out in my opinion because um, I just
2: it could have but at the same time it, what they said they were going to cut the as, scene as, out as, and as then Petra just said
1: have, uh, who was watching this with what? us it's just, yeah. it was just an excuse to show no shirt door <laughs> well, look at my pecs
2: Probably, but at the same time, they said there was a lot of that scene that they cut that they didn't really want to cut, but they, they cut the scene down quite considerably. It's during, I think it's during that scene that is supposed to make an appearance as well. Forget oh, it, I'm, I'm so, so glad, glad Loki <laughs> was think. in
0: that movie, because we had enough of him.
2: He was already in like five movies. True. Um, but no, you have to admit though,
0: I mean... At least that scene with Thor... I mean, they could have done it differently, but they had to explain a little bit for people, like you said, the the Arkenstones. If it wasn't for that scene, you would have to explain it through some kind of rhetoric or something.
2: Yeah, what they were going to do is have Thor just randomly turn up with the answer to the solution. Yeah. And I think that would have been really lazy and it sloppy it wouldn't be lazy
0: because at least this way it ties into remember that um it ties into pecs. no because everyone's kind of having visions and things like that so you can yeah. kind of lump it into that vision thing that's how yeah. I saw so it's like okay yeah. All
2: right. why not well
1: then he comes in and goes
2: and turns the vision on
1: yeah I thought his name was the overseer
2: I forgot no it's the vision um, <laughs> and that was pretty awesome actually when Stuart, he was Stuart when, there he's when what
1: Stuart that's his name isn't
2: it who Paul uh, Bentley?
1: Paul, yeah. I, I don't know what I was saying. I
2: don't know. Stuart something. Stuart um, so Thor returns. Thor I returns. I see that was. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Thor yes. returns
0: with the good news of the Infinity Stones.
1: <laughs> mm. Stewart Beatty. <laughs> Screenwriter, I'm so sorry.
2: Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, so the Vision wakes up, which was yep. cool.
1: Oh, they're making um, 3001, the final Odyssey? What All is That right. doesn't matter. That's not the theme today. Okay, sorry. Let's
2: focus. Um, yeah. Anyway, turn the vision on. That was pretty cool. Um, when he's like standing there, like looking at himself. What in the I reflection like to... yeah. I'm sorry. Was 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 pretty cool. Um, and then, uh, okay, and him, vision as well. Like he's artificial guy, and he's got like human stuff to him. But he's got he's not like full of emotion. He's like, oh, you're, quite, right, you're right. quite somber. Are we talking about the
0: red guy? Yes.
2: We're yeah. Okay. About yeah. I
0: like the red guy,
1: the overseer, because he's
0: this vi- guy, this vi- guy vi- brings vi- an element in the film where suddenly, see, we're we're we're, we're in this conflict, right? And uh, Ultron, yes, could get in possession of of this Arkansas, like we said. But the good news is Stuart that, comes that he combines it. He combines it with the with the computer of Jarvis, who is you know differently Stuart programmed. Beattie? He's on the side of humans. Sorry. but at the same time. He's also kind of like this uni- universe force, right? He's hmm. one of
1: the guardians of the galaxy. He's one of the
0: guardians. So we're like, yes, he's on the side of life, like yeah, he says. So this brings in the, the archangel like, Gabriel. we can do this. You, know what you I mean? see
1: biblical themes.
0: Yeah. And see, <laughs> we, we can do this, right? And so that was cool.
1: I liked, yeah. I liked the vision because he looked like a superhero.
0: Yes, I like that. And, it, and right? they weren't afraid to just give him a cape. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. I, liked
2: the, I liked that he just turned and looked at Thor and then just gave himself a cape. I thought I know, that was it's hilarious. Great. Yeah, because like, oh, it's like, you guys
0: are dressed up like this. Uh, and of course, right. well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I see there is no uh, awkwardness.
2: I yeah. know, right? He just did it. It was it was absolutely hilarious. And the fans,
1: uh, uh, and the fans obviously made lots of gifts of this already. With, really, where he, where he takes his hammer? Yeah, I to, know, hang on. Oh. That was
2: that was where the joke really really paid off. Actually, was when that go back to that scene where all everyone's trying to pick up the hammer. And then he, he's, the vision's like, come on, we need to go. And then he's just sitting there holding the hammer, and Thor's just like, shit. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Language.
2: Language, Captain.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the captain wouldn't like that.
2: He wouldn't. But
0: I like um, that, because it ties in then to this thing that you can, then you find out, or then you kind of realize that Asgard is not, are, they're the protectors of, I don't know what realm, that, that realm, is right? The Asgard. Order, which terrible, is connected whatever. to these universe... So that's that's and all so
2: explained then, in well, roughly explained in. Uh, but then it feels the, good oh, then, the because then
0: Vision is on the same side as Asgard, so to speak. I mean, it's like it's connected to these, this yeah. whatever these stones represent sure. or something. But yeah, interesting.
1: So then they yeah. go, then they go to Act Three, and they they fight Ultron with the in 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 Slovakia, not Slovakia, and the yeah. and the thing, and and the thing goes up. A part yeah. of the city yes. goes up, and they, they do a lot of fighting. And yes. then um, Mr. Jeremy Renner.
2: Which, again, I was He's just, like, oh, that was, everybody's, was this just, is
1: everybody's favorite line, I think. The one where he's like, look... When he's
2: talking to Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree. That, that line was hilarious.
1: There's robots shooting lasers. We're in, oh, a, yes. we're, we're in a floating city, and I'm, I have a bow and arrow. And
2: I have a bow and arrow. None of this makes any sense. Yes. That, that, was, a a, that's, that's, that's that was a good line. That's
1: a Whedon line. Whedon, Whedon.
2: Yeah, I, that was that one. To me, that one was really good. That was that was good. But I was also, I was, I was kind of annoyed when it just came down to Ultron's big plan was to throw a meteor at the Earth and kill everyone. So I just thought, well, you, you know, what you have
1: to do duck and cover. Duck <laughs> and cover. <laughs> uh, Hello to the ground. Duck and cover. The bombs yeah. are calming down. Yeah, that
0: is true.
2: Like I, again, like well, that's what I'm saying. Then, they needed then, something then, a bit more building and a bit more menacing. Yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. If that was going to be the overall game, that should just should, should have been the game from the beginning, and it should have been hey, building. To yes, that. did it you know that Ultron like
0: is a distant relation to the Cybermen?
1: <laughs> yeah. I know, right? He is. They kind of came out in the same time. Well, when did the Cybermen came out? Like when was the first 60s. appearance of the Cybermen? Must in the 60s? In the, it's, it's in the first. Because Ultron you, was in the sixties as well. The? Yeah. So they yeah, appeared, probably they're, wouldn't they're, be surprised. They probably they're not the same crew. Cool.
2: To woo, to woo. So woo,
1: there's lots of fighting, and then there's lots of rescuing of people, which I think was so underplayed in many movies, and I'm glad to see yeah. it back. I love
0: it. Yeah, and it's great because we yeah. get these because Shield now, you know. In oh the yeah, past, and, then, and then
1: there's a Hulk side plot where 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 I keep saying Scarlett Johansson, Black Widow comes and takes him back, and she goes piggyback riding. Mm. Do remember? Yes. But what's nice is that we get this uh, totally different image where S.H.I.E.L.D., as we
0: saw in Captain America 2, has this complicated history. Yeah. And we also know that, that uh, then we find out later that Hydra is involved. And plus, you know, there's a lot of shady stuff going on in S.H.I.E.L.D. But here we get a totally different image of S.H.I.E.L.D. where yeah. they're completely saving everyone. And yeah, you, can see, exactly. you can see that symbolized by those ships that have those seats. You know, this has yep. nothing to do with any kind of offense. Yeah, this is so a complete defense yeah, and a complete rescue yeah. mission. Like you can just see
2: that, like pride in Captain America's face when they when that helicraft comes up, and then no, the theme like, comes in. Like, this is and this is what <laughs> the Shield is supposed to be, and and stuff like that. like saving people, not about you know trying to you know exactly. And that's and that's that. This is where they're really they were really 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 bloody building up um, Civil War. Um, oh really? Which they've been they've been why? Because Tony Stark sees that and goes, "Oh, this
1: is garbage. I
0: also like that that guy, the brother of yeah, he dies. No, he goes. This is not so bad,
1: and I was like, "That's cool." cool
2: Yeah, true. Um,
1: This is not so bad. (laughs) Not
2: so bad. Uh, What else happens
1: in that during that sequence? Well, there's that circle. There's that circle thing where they fight. The circle bit is
2: freaking amazing. You, You liked it. I. I is loved right? it. That one scene. Oh, they, that's right. Like, no, you were right. That big that, Yes, yes, the one pan. with the shots. Yeah, yeah, the one yeah. where they Yeah, they yeah. go around
1: the different They're characters. All, every,
2: every single character is in that scene fighting and doing something. And long. I was just like yeah. I, I was it. in I was, I was geek fun. heaven. I, I was in geek fun. heaven during that scene. Cuz it looked
1: like a comic book. Yeah, uh, that's uh, thought That too. Like that big uh that big like panorama comic book page. You know that's that's exactly what I wrote basically in my review.
2: was like that just looked like a real life comic strip just it happening. It did. I agree. Uh, Especially
0: oh. when it had vision flying. Exactly. down. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> it was lasers. And doing it's perfect. I'm using laser. Yeah. That was... I mean, that's why that's not? A comic right? book. Why not? not? It's a comic book. Just movie.
1: embrace it. Embrace the comic yeah. book. Yes. It's true. No, no, no. So let's cut was, back. you bleed?
2: You will. All right. But yeah, no. That was that was good. Um yeah and then eventually they finally they finally Sorry. destroy Ultron uh yeah yeah,
1: well, well, i like I like that part where he's like, you know, for oh, yes. the benefit of hindsight yeah. but again, yes, that, to, exactly. that to me was
2: too much comedy, it was just like, it okay. was,
1: but it would have helped. you know what it would have worked that bit if if Ultron was scarier, I just like that it showed that Ultron will
0: never learn, never learn. never learn true,
2: true oh by the Um, way do you guys
1: know that the Avengers theme is very similar to the Guardians of the Galaxy
2: yes I did nope
1: you're (laughs) wrong you messed me up now and then it
0: goes I'm sure the people listening to this are
1: going
0: to be
2: riveted they will.
0: <laughs> they will be <laughs> absolutely related by ba 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 ba.
2: They're going to be skipping through this bit. Yeah. That's fine. Nope. Still going. Bu- nope. Still going. Whoa! Nope, 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 <laughs>
0: go- did you see that? That was, <laughs> yeah, that was, it was awesome so, as well. Years years During that
2: fight scene. During that fight scene, it was. I love that War Machine rocked up as well. Uh, that's oh, yeah, right. War they give him a little.
0: The landing duty there.
2: Exactly, which was great because that's what's I think people people are always so bloody worried when they like when they announce these big films and they have all these characters coming in it um, or like for example everyone's freaking out because loads of characters are going to be in the new X-Men film um but not every single character has to be front and center they can literally just pop up to help out yeah. and it's absolutely fine and it's a lot of fun and you can just roll with it
1: yeah you I know agree. absolutely um
2: and that was a perfect example of how you could do that. Like Rhodes at the beginning of the film, at the end of the film was, was a great cameo. Um, and he's fun and it was good to see Iron Man and war machine properly. Not, you know, not, his, not in the captain America war machine outfit, you know, but proper war machine and Iron Man, like fighting all these bloody, um, robots, machine people, um, Ultrons and stuff. And that was, that was, it was awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I can't, I can't, I can't can't fault the film for its action. The action was great. Um, I think Ultron could have been a little bit more menacing and, and had a little more of a buildup though. Um, yeah. And, but, uh, I, but
1: then, but then Scarlet Witch kills Mr. Ultron.
0: Well, not, not definitively though. Oh yeah. Well. Yeah. Not Yeah. Not definitively.
2: It was cool though when she busts out of that, um, that, that room or whatever, then she when then, then her brother dies and yes. she's like, and then she goes ape, ape crazy. Yeah. Really? Uh, Okay. It was pretty cool. I mean, to oh, finally see Oh, sorry, with
0: the second time. I'm thinking of the first time. I like the first time when she comes up and she looks at Hawkeye and he's like, let's
2: do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like <laughs> when she's, like oh, oh yeah, yeah, that bit too, when she comes out and she starts yeah. shooting people with her, with her fire phase balls or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that, they're, they're, they're both, they're, yeah, yeah. You step out this door, you're an Avenger.
1: I like that. And then Spider-Man jumps in. <laughs> <Woo! laughs> time <Talking> on <about> me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, now I did read a couple interesting things. Um, Whedon wanted Spider-Man in the film. He also wanted Captain Who Marvel. Who wouldn't in the want film.
1: Spider-Man in the film?
2: I know, right? True. It would have been cool. It would have been cool. I I I heard good and then and, then, and, then, and then, then Logan.
1: Logan Hugh Jackman. He's going to be like, "Where am I?" It's like, "Hi, this is a dream, right?" Yeah. It's a dream. Dun. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. He has to be a leader. <laughs> but yeah, they also want, okay. they also
2: wanted Captain Marvel in the film, which would have been quite cool. Okay, well. who's
1: Captain? I keep forgetting Captain it's, Marvel. That's the,
2: it's the female, that the girl. Oh yeah, um, Captain Marvel is a girl. Yeah, huh? Didn't know that.
1: I thought her name yeah. was what was it? Carol Miss Marvel. Dan- who's Miss Marvel? Dan- who's
2: Marvel? Like that. That's that's they're the same person. That's DC. Okay. She was
0: Miss Universe as well.
2: <laughs> um. And that was cool, but also... Well, okay, another... so, the,
1: so the city stops floating. It falls down because Thor was good.
2: Yeah, so they got like five seconds to save the world because this thing's falling down and they have to blow it up.
1: Cool. And that's
2: how they save the world. They blow up a, a falling city.
0: Well, that's how you do it, man. True. But they timed it. They had to time it.
2: <laughs> I know, again, I mean, what was good about this film as well is, is is it was nice that it wasn't in like a typical huge metropolis like, you know typical wherever. It was nice that it was in some little Yeah, because I was, I was thinking about
0: that, and I was thinking they could have done it again in a major city. yeah um, But I mean, that was written in the first film. So yeah, if you typical. think about it, yep. <sighs> you can do that, but you know, why not do something else? Yeah,
2: yeah. So I'm glad that didn't happen. I'm glad that didn't happen. But um, what was I going to say? Oh, I read this thing today, which is quite interesting about the vision. Um, literally, um, Paul, what did I say his name was? It's Batney. Paul it? Bettany, yeah, that's it. Um, Stuart Beatty, yeah. Um, <laughs> who are no. these people? Stuart Beatty's a
1: screenwriter.
2: Yeah, Paul Bettany he, um, is the actor who played Jarvis the day that he got the call to me. become to from from Joss Whedon to do uh, the Vision. Apparently, he had a meeting with his agent who said, "You're basically told him he's never going to work in Hollywood again." Uh-huh. And he was like, obviously quite annoyed about this because he's like the voice of Jarvis and quite popular because of that. Um, and then, like, literally right after that meeting, you got a call from Joss, being like, "Oh, do you want to do the vision?" He's like, "Uh, yeah." Mm-hmm. So it's like that. I'm sure. I'm sure he's no longer with that agent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely not. <laughs> Bloody moron! <laughs> I know.
1: That's so mean. So terrible. But yeah, the but end, I was, let's just talk about the ending because yes. the ending has a lot of wrapping up. I guess they have a Does. new base somehow.
2: Yes. Well, there's there's talk no, about there's, no there's no telling how much time. And I classes. thought the new
1: base would have been the country home, you know. <laughs>
2: no, because <laughs> that would have been great. But they they talked about how you know Hawkeye set that up. Honey, and he, the like, Avengers
0: are back again for the 50 you know, minutes. That's time. all right.
1: That's all right. We got cows in the back. We can make kept those that games. secret
0: and we live stuff, in the barn.
1: So. Yeah. Oh, in the barn! I wanted to say that he goes into the barn. Remember? And then yeah. He, and then here he comes, the emergence of of uh, <sighs> I don't Samuel like... ja- of uh, I keep... Scarlett Johansson, Samuel remember, Jackson. It's hard to remember both the of these guys. Names. Nick Fury comes in. and He's like. Okay, duty time. He's like, come on! Where were you? Right? <laughs> He's always talking about. That's great. I like that though. It's it was just. But funny, he knows his duties. Uh, so this new new place in upstate New York, right? Yes, which um, was cool.
2: Like I, you know, I like with they all with all the duck hunters. Yeah, it's like shields back but shields back under the name of what's kind of was under the name of Avengers, isn't it? Yeah. Um which is, you know, kind of and will be led by Captain America, which is which is quite fun. Yeah. And I think as well because it was quite cool that last scene there when like Falcon comes down, Scarlet uh Witch comes down, Vision's there, War Machines there. Um and it's like oh, yeah, these yeah, the are new the new Avengers. Mm-hmm, I like um that. I'm sorry, and,
1: I'm not so interested in those guys.
2: But the cool idea you is that what? you can just
0: build up this huge team. I wish the Avengers was the guys we saw now, plus the addition, plus the Guardians of the Galaxy,
2: all in one movie. We're all fighting
1: uh, Thanos. I mean, from I death. mean come on, that's, that'd be that's, awesome. That's
2: going to that's be the Infinity War Part One and Two. I mean, let's face yeah, it. It is,
1: but um, I hope the it more is, the better. Because last time I yeah. heard the rumors, the rumors. By the way, I mean strawberries. In case you wanted to know, mm. the rumor is that. The only the only Guardians of the Galaxy we're gonna see is the red guy,
2: and the green guy, Drax or whatever his name is. He's green.
1: No, the red guy. The
2: there isn't the a red guy. The
0: destroyer.
2: He's green. He's red. He's, gr- he's, he's green. red. He's
0: red and dark brown. He's dark, dark red.
2: Black. He's green. Dark black, green. Dark and black It's green. a new color.
1: Blind? He's pretty. He's pretty dark. Uh, Are you? He's no, dark, is, is bluish, this, and, this, this, and red. Yeah, exactly. Is this a dark blue and black? And what's his uh, name?
2: What's his name again? I can't remember his name. Drax. Jackson?
0: To me, he looks like his accents of red. And Gray. otherwise, he's grayish, dark bluish, something around there. No, it's dark no blue. Green, Where does
1: the blue come from? It's kind of like mixed in there. Slightly. Whatever. I'm done talking about this. We're so, anyway, we get, a, we get a sad No, but I it, yeah. but like, wanted to say the, all the Guardians, not just him or just some other guy. I'm talking about everyone. I have no idea what's the point of making a I universe like... if you can't put them all in. Gamora. I would definitely like
2: to see Star Lord and, and Gamora in there. Don't no, really all of care them. about
1: them. All of them. Rocket. Uh, I want to see Rocket on top of the Hulk <laughs> and um, <laughs> with the Mini Groot. <laughs> mini Groot. I agree?
0: <laughs> everyone. No, Mini Groot's already grown now. All right, the Groot 2.0, and Groot it's can true. grow
1: really tall, and he can hold the Hulk, and on top of the Hulk is Rocky Raccoon, and they're yeah. flying with War Machine. Yeah. it's going to be great. On top of the, carrier. it will be.
2: But again, what, what I was trying to say is, I thought, I mean, the thing is, obviously, the original characters are great. So Thor, Captain America, you know, Iron Man is good. Yep. But it was, it's nice that they have because one of the big questions is, you know eventually these guys are going to get bored or their contract's going to be up and they're not going to want to carry on. Or it, will Marvel have interesting characters to to lead it forward? I think I think they could potentially be able to do that now. Well, I, think, I mean, there's um, only
0: one film left, so... One film? Yeah, split into two, two, I hear. Eventually, that's,
2: that's not the end. That's just the end of Phase 3. Oh,
0: uh, I thought that was it. No. Is <laughs> more? Is there <laughs> more?
2: Just, yeah, they've got a plan no up until like twenty twenty four, dude.
0: Oh wow. Great. Yeah, I thought we were nowhere. pretty much I thought we were pretty much crescendoing. To, no, there's
2: uh, there's no end in sight. It's just, it's the, the build end. up to the infinity war. The, all these in these stones that have been mentioned throughout the you know phases one and two. Um No wait, so
0: the Infinity War won't be in part three of the ventures? That will
2: be that will be yes, the it will. end of phase three.
0: But it'll be the Infinity War, like everything all out. Yeah.
2: It should yeah, be. so okay, t- good, it's then. two. Yeah, so two big, massive films, and I'm kind of glad that that Joss Whedon isn't directing it. I know that sounds kind of mean. I'm sorry, Whedon. Fans. No, I mean, I mean, I mean, different flavors. I like, th- I like it's so going to be the guys who did Captain America: uh, Winter Soldier. Oh yeah, um, because they did. Uh, obviously, Winter Soldier was always, is the best Captain America film between the two. Um, True. And I think it'll be. Don't so, no, I just think it'll be nice because I'm, I'm hoping that they will. I'm hoping they'll cut down the humor because that was just one thing that did get on my nerves during Age of Ultron is the humor. Um, I remember watching Avengers a, while, a couple a couple weeks back, and I kind of was getting annoyed with the endless wit and sarcasm. Um, yeah. As much as I, yeah. I like the film, I just thought every stinking line was meant to be kind of a crack, and I'm just like, okay, like. Uh, you know yeah I got Remember? you I, gotcha, oh, um,
0: yeah. I feel like I feel like it was more appropriate in the first one because mm. it was an introductory film okay. in a way and I feel like maybe the second one could have been a little less alright cool like so at said. the end
1: the very end they're talking about the elevator that wouldn't be able to lift the hammer no
0: but we get a sad ending why? With the Hulk
2: signing off? Oh, the
1: Hulk True. signing off! I thought he was going to go into that space. That was sad. I was. He's sad. Well, going to create we, didn't, Planet we Hulk.
2: wanted that, but they told him no. That's what they were. Temp- that was what they, they kind of wanted to do, but apparently the reason they can't do that um, is because Universal still owns the rights to the Hulk, so they can uh, only show him for small periods of time. Wow. That's why he's not in the film very much. And that, that is so stupid. But
0: those silly contracts.
2: Mm. So it's it's a good thing that that Marvel cut a, a better deal with with Sony, so that they can actually use the use a character full blown rather than what Marvel has to do with the Hulk, which is just kind of tie it, just drop this them in so every stupid. once in a while. Don't, don't you hate that? Like hate it's it.
1: just like, why can't everybody just agree that we want to see some funny movie, mm. like, a yeah. fun movie? <laughs> yeah, you well, because well, money is yeah. involved. Lustig money, money, film. Money.
2: Yep, yep. And so, and at
1: the end, the the best the best part of the end was Avengers. <gasps> Dun, dun, yep. dun, 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 dun. And then did you see the Mortal Kombat uh, stone sculpture at the end? Oh, you didn't. You went to, did to the bathroom. I I went to the bathroom. My bladder was
0: about to burst. Yeah, there's just this
1: big, uh, you know, like stone sculpture. It was rotating around. Really? Yeah. It's like Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat X did the same thing at the end of theirs. Their game. I missed that. So I I didn't. You, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't bonus actually. Thing. Oh, I didn't, I didn't see either. the special bonus thing.
2: I didn't either. You I didn't know what see it, it, it. I saw it. Didn't, I didn't stay. It's, it's I, I
1: like it's like it. Thanos comes out of the toilet or something, and he's <laughs> like, fine, oh, "I'll do it myself." Yeah, I'll do it myself, and he puts on the the things, and that's yeah. the power glove. But
2: what's I guess what's interesting and then, But is... I but I
1: thought I thought the ending would be, I don't know what the ending was going to be. What did I what was I expecting? Maybe something like oh yeah, that's right. I was expecting like the Hulk to land on 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 a planet and then meet up with the Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: Really? Yeah.
2: yeah. The Hulk's going into hiding. That's what I figured. Yeah, yeah. Well, he is now. Well, he, is, he is now, but originally, originally, originally they wanted to do something. Well, we didn't want to send him up into space.
1: So so he could hang out with the Guardians in the next movie.
2: Hmm. So mm. so, so, you been, know, so Bruce
1: cool. Banner could be like, ooh, look at all this fancy stuff.
2: It would have been cool. It would have been cool. Look at all this fancy that stuff. That would cool. And that's the
1: movie. And I'm
2: glad. I'm glad that they kept the theme. The theme because some of the Marvel films haven't kept
1: yeah the themes. Like for
2: example, Iron Man. All three films have a completely different soundtrack, which is kind of annoying. Yeah, I like the first one. The best. It is. It is. Same. Well, Thor didn't have anything very distinct. Oh um, man, Captain Thor. Mayor I can tell you I,
1: I I didn't I don't know the Thor theme by heart because there really it was, isn't one. it's done by Brian Tyler, who yeah. did the music for Avengers 2, and apparently it's credited with Danny Elfman as well, which is weird cuz Danny doesn't yeah. Danny doesn't like using other people's themes. Yeah. But um but but but, but uh, Brian Tyler's the opposite. He loves using other people's cuz he's hmm. a creative cool guy and I like him and he he did the theme for Thor, and the Thor theme is like, you see, it's kind of too separate. But I could I could hear it in the Avengers. I heard it. Yeah, that's the Thor theme, and then there's a little there's a little bit of a Captain America. There was a
0: little bit. Yeah, it just went. Was there ever though? I don't remember actually. And then Iron Man had. Yeah, I think I heard, bum, 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 the weird bum, thing bum, is I don't remember bum, bum, hearing. There
1: was like a ton of that. That's what I was the, trying the,
2: to say. I'm glad yeah. they kept the Avengers theme from the first one and kept it in this one as well. Yeah, um, because because of Brian Tyler,
1: was. he's good. He likes keeping themes, making things consistent. Keeping themes is a good thing.
2: Yeah, definitely. So yeah, overall, it was definitely a really fun film. Yeah, yeah, um, it was fun. I
1: enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching it. I would, I wouldn't mind watching it again when it comes on video.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely. I really want to see the extended one, to be honest, oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I think very few there's so much, there's so much they've obviously cut out that, and it, it it really it it affected the film, I think, because people people are used to three hour long films now. If this film needed to be three hours long to tell the whole story, bloody let it. Yeah, like let it. Bloody like, let it. Ev- yeah, I agree. You know, everything, agree. everything else is a million hours long. I mean, The Dark Knight was. An hour and a half too long, or *Zarana* rises. Well, they were all too long, but you know. They should I believe in
0: God. <laughs> I, agree. Um,
2: I agree. I agree. I, you know, I have no
0: problems with movies being long.
2: You know, if a movie has to
0: be four and a half hours, I'll sit through it.
1: If it yeah. tells a really compelling story,
2: I'll be like, yeah. "Yes." Give me, give, you know, at least give me an intermission. But yeah, why not?
1: Yes, I love intermissions. I, they should um, bring those back.
2: And I think that I think that's why they've taken the approach of what they're going to do with with Infinity War. That's a year long intermission. Oh, well, I am talking about an inter- intermission. Yeah, I no, 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 no. At the concession I get, I get stand, that. I get that. But you realize we're going to get two films that are probably going to be a uh, two hour, two and a half hours long. Right. right. I was
0: going to say that um, I'm not a big fan of splitting movies in two parts. I don't. I'm not, I don't either. It's not a good trend. But like but I totally don't mind it if they are um, six month. Six months apart—that would be good. True. That is, but at least perfectly this acceptable.
2: This isn't like a book, though, is it? This isn't like you know, taking the Hobbits, splitting up into three films, and doing. I know, that but a I'm saying, part. but
0: but it's like um, when the Matrix came out. The Matrix, Tune. Yeah, remember, remember that the Matrix, the Matrix two and three was something like yeah. The second one was May, and then the third one was November. Yep, mm. that is completely okay and acceptable and great because that that way it's just enough time that, where it, you, yeah, can, you can you like can kind of get away from the second one and come back to the third one. But if it's a year, back, yeah. go to the, a year is long years long hey harry
1: potter wasn't that harry potter yeah harry potter the last one was those were
2: pretty close weren't they yeah the last yeah, that one was right? like one was in the winter one was in the summer Yep,
0: that's totally fine yeah yeah but not we'll see. one year is okay. very long
1: so that
2: we'll was adventures sorry go no i said we'll see they, they might they might move it up they might not who knows but i just I wanted to say I don't, I don't mind
1: the cinematography now i know people will probably tell me oh yeah philip orange blue everywhere orange blue all over the place i agree but I think that this orange blue works in the favor of the film because the fa- the movie is a comic book movie and it is a it is a quite the quite what do you the mean poppy by film.
3: Blue?
1: You know what I mean? It's 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 supposed to be you know poppy and you know like like. Well, look, you saw the you saw the movie. It was it was teal and orange and cool and warm colors, but only of the same kind of spectrum. We mm-hmm. didn't want to branch out into any more. But yeah. I think it was yeah. fine because. That's yeah. the that's the nature of this film, you know. Yeah. And I think Avengers is fine oh. with that orange and blue. However, yeah. I wished, I really wish the other Marvel movies would have their own color palette, but they kind of don't. I kind of like
2: the the Marvel films in general. Have the typical? They all have like the same color tone relay. I don't really see anything.
0: Yeah, I think, and I think that's to help. I think that's help. Color to help. I think it's
2: to help the shared universe. I really, know. Right.
1: But I liked it. If it, But if it is a shared universe, then you do more cross pollinating, or else it's. Mm. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, but see, I, yeah. I don't care either way.
2: No, do right. whatever. i, I got to be honest. I don't either.
1: <laughs> it's all right.
0: Just, I, uh, get,
2: I get the point, though. I get why, a it's a so, why but you But it's true, want though. To, yeah,
0: what you're saying, though. Yeah. Is that at least it matches, you know, other yeah. than just being original because it's popular. That's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Trends are never. Yeah, Ben Davis did this in cinematography.
2: Thing. He
1: also did Guardians and Wrath of the Titans, which was a genius film.
2: Mm. <laughs> I really need to rewatch Guardians. I haven't seen that since the cinema. Oh,
3: yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Dun, 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 dun. that's the Guardians theme. Oh yeah, what, the, yeah. That, see, that's the Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> no, I mean, it's the real not... theme is hooked on a feeling. Let's get it straight. No, the real thing Okay. No, I'm just, I'm just making poking fun <laughs> at poking <laughs> at <laughs> fun <laughs> at, <laughs> at <laughs> the. <laughs> just poking fun at the. Uh... All right, so
1: we're done with this now. Uh, S- what, what, what's 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 the next take... one coming out? Ant Man. Ant Man probably yeah. won't watch that. I don't yeah. know. I'm on <laughs> the fence. I'm not
2: over the moon. I'm not going to be rushing to see that. I'm not going to lie. Um, apparently, he's supposed to be in Captain America: Civil War.
1: Ant Man, man, that's Civil War. That's kind of Civil like...
2: War is basically turning into Avengers three point.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say it's it's like or the 2. Euro 5. Cup. I'm so
0: confused with all this stuff. Guys, I have no clue. Captain America is 3. Civil War supposed to be Avengers three or is it a separate no, film?
1: No, it's Civil War. It's just, just it's Captain Cap- America three. It's, 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 the, it's the third Captain, Captain America America film, Three, but okay. But it has are, Tony in it.
2: It has everyone in it. It Has Iron Man in it. Oh. It Has War Machine in it. Has so is in like it is like Avengers. Has League.
1: it's like the Euro Cup to the World Cup kind of yeah yeah
2: which i think is again i think it's pretty cool and i like that i don't know if it's i don't know if it's if it's marvel trying to make another dig at or not they're making another dig but trying to they're not copying dc but obviously dc's trying to kick their cinematic universe off with a shared film with their characters and marvel's just like well been there done that Mm mm-hmm um, which I think is I think is quite fun. It's gonna it's gonna I think if it works well, don't say that. I think what? Marvel can make it. I think Marvel can make it work because they've had so much time building up, and you've established the universe. You've established make the characters. What work, though? Have all these char- basically do Avenger have a, have a solo film, basically being a, a mini Avengers film. Sure, that's really what, why not? That's I, really what I that am, is. I'm rent. more
1: excited about that than I am kind of.
2: That's what I'm saying. Whereas DC, they're just trying to kick their stuff off with a shared universe that I think can be really clunky because you've not had any kind of...
0: But the question is... Development. Do you bleed?
2: Do you bleed?
1: Because you will. Well, you know.
0: I don't know. For me, it kind of feels like DC is kind of like it feels a bit like they're just trying to Mm
3: -hmm.
0: they're trying to play catch up. That's what it feels like. They are.
3: Catch sloppily,
0: up sloppily. Which it feels it, the, the weird thing though is it, it feels like a businessy thing. That's why I don't like. Of course, it's a businessy like the, all, thing. This, all, like a lot of this stuff feels very businessy. Marvel in their uni- universe yeah. thing that feels quite creative because they, they kind of start they they set the trend, you know. Yeah. yeah. And so now Which, the DC stuff that feels like ah uh, studios competing business yeah. blah blah blah. Well, what's
2: nice about Marvel is like you actually have like you have names and faces like like Kevin. Faggy and stuff like that. Whereas with DC, you just hear DC. You don't. There's no, no like. You have- even even, even though you have Zack Snyder Zach like Snyder. The, dire- the director or whatever, you don't really have someone who's like, oh, I'm shepherding this. It's just well, Zack like,
1: Snyder is man. Zack Snyder. Zach yeah,
2: but it doesn't, Snyder. Really, it, doesn't really, it doesn't really. It's not Defender. the same. It's not, he's he's also like the director. Kevin Faggy's not directing these films. He's spending right. his his entire life is to map out and and plan yeah. and, and be a creative force behind all these films and, and work with the directors and stuff like that yeah. to make it, to make it work. And it just seems like a, a much better creative process than what DC is, has demonstrated to us. Yeah. I think. I don't know. Cause I, have I mean, spent, especially after watching Man of Steel again mm-hmm. and just being like, Oh,
1: you will join them with the sun Oh God. or in the sun. I forget.
2: They should all be thrown to the sun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just throw them all. Okay, so that was <laughs> Avengers: <laughs> Age of Ultron. What's the theme of the Avengers? No. And then what's the Guardians theme? And that's that. That was forward, a Marvel forward. film. Now, t- Luke. Before yes. we go into a musical t- break. Luke. Now, before we go to a musical break. We have a special thing. You can notice that this podcast isn't done. There's like a one third left. Oh, what that's this, right. What does this mean? Right, Luke? Well right. join us. Well, we decided, since Avengers was such a was such a film, you know, it was mm. a Marvel film and uh, we decided to actually, you know, take the cat out of the bag. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> well, actually it's the Cat of Nine tails. you see, that's where it came from. <gasps> oh, in, yeah, yeah. in 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 seafaring Times. Mm-hmm. Yep. And once the cat's out of the bag, you can't come back in. You have to start whipping the man. Yeah, that sounds pretty painful. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Lashes. And so we're gonna lash you with our very, uh, our small. This is what made us. I mean, I think I explained that in the in the, in no, the we beginning. To, okay. Well.
0: So basically,
2: it's tied just, in anyway.
0: It's still Luke talking about their story, and me.
2: Uh, I say, like, three things <laughs> during yeah, but the whole you do, thing. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You haven't even told them what the story is. Okay, well, oh, yes. we
1: were thinking it would be a great <laughs> idea to make X-Men 4. And this it's was after started... After the bomb,
2: that was X-Men 3. Yes, so because this started, this started back in 2007, stroke 8. Yep. Yeah, so you guys... So this was a story from 2008.
1: Story. So this was before X-Men Origins, before First Class, before... Yeah. Days of Future yeah. Past. And this continues... Yeah.
0: The story after X-Men 3. Because
1: we don't like retconning things.
2: Yes. No.
1: Because, because it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a much better challenge getting it from like the, where it left off of. Because mm-hmm.
2: otherwise, easy peasy, you know? Taking it from crap to gold is a lot harder.
1: Yeah. So hopefully you'll find it a little interesting. Chances are I didn't explain it properly, but Luke does a pretty good job. And... Hopefully and Jake throws in three comments. Yeah, and hopefully and hopefully <laughs> you find comments. you find this little development we were we were just, you know, pitching back and forth as a as a continuation yeah. to X-Men. Fairly interesting, but be warned. This isn't a completed story from beginning to end. This is just uh, It's a
2: rough beat outline of right. fun stuff that could be a really fun film. Exactly. And it can you can celebrate go by buying Days of Future Past special <laughs> yeah. edition. That has rogue in it. Comes out in <laughs> July.
1: Yeah, so hopefully you'll be able to be entertained by that. And with that, Luke, we'll talk to you some other time. And Jacob, thanks for being here. And yes. we just finished our first of the SummerSlam Slam films, which will probably be the semi last. Summer Slam. This is like the <laughs> one one of two
0: Summer Slams. Yeah, I know
1: because like the only la- the only next one that we feel like watching in the theater is uh, Jw. Jw. It was J W Jurassic World?
2: Oh, Jurassic World! <laughs> yeah. yeah. Other yes. than that, I I Jurassic Venom. You know, how skip. do you guys? How do you guys feel about Jurassic World not having any connection with the second and third film, as they say? Um, really? That's okay. To
1: be honest, everything I've seen about Jurassic World so far told me that it's just nothing but a bunch of fun, and that is that just makes me excited yeah and I, I, I just want to see i really this hope, fun yeah. you know silly movie and i think it's gonna be great i hope
0: that the film is aware of itself referencing jurassic park and that's really its main goal is to kind of like rump through all the stuff that we like about jurassic world jurassic park but just do it in a different way yeah. a new way and just mess around if that's the
1: case great but if it's serious i don't know i don't think it's gonna fly what do you think tim Oh, no! I'm not Tim. The Ghost of Tim Returns. Luke, what do you think?
2: I think it could be fun. Again, the trailers I've seen look fun and interesting. Um, I was just a little bit kind of like, oh, why are you ignoring the other two films? Because I don't feel like you should. But, you know, we'll see what happens. They always
1: do that. They always do that. Just like, what's it called? That new movie. Neil Blomkamp's (laughs) Alien Mm -hmm. 4. Twilight 4. (laughs) I watched it. Huh? What film? No, Red Letter Media. Has this commentary of Alien One that they mm. you know, Jay and Mike.
2: Oh right, that film. Yeah, the new Alien film's gonna yeah. give, give, give.
1: Jay and Mike. Jay Bauman and Mike Declasa and their internet superstar friend Rich Evans. <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: What? I'm just laughing because it's funny.
1: <laughs> they had that little announcement of the commentary and they actually pitch perfectly explained in like a few sentences what i thought what i think about that new alien movie and exactly what we were talking about just now about continuing movies instead of retconning them and just mm. starting from somewhere else I'll, yeah. I'll link it because it's great it's their advertisement for their commentary but it's still really good two seconds cool. you should like, like link it 4 seconds and it's perfect all right aye, aye. so Luke, see you later this is and we're going to play a song and this song is from the band grizzlore and they actually asked me Gris-lore. to play one of their songs so i will All
0: right, thanks, guys. Bye.
3: Bye.
1: Greetings everyone, this is Phil Dragish, and Greetings, we are here Earthlings. today, we have now taken over your radio, but in this case, we have brought you this special, I would say special little uh, get together and recapping of something that me and Luke have started working on for, for quite some time ago, <laughs> I'm just not saying this correctly,
2: but no. You know. <laughs> We have so we started th- working go for some time ago <laughs> when then and there.
1: Basically, there was a story that we were ago. working together with because uh, there was we one were working f- with a story. Oh man, <laughs> I am just yeah. not getting it today. I, it's just not working for me today. Just there was a story
2: that we were working on some time ago. We were thank working you. with thank thank you. story.
1: <laughs> and that actually made me and Luke become friends more or less. More or less. In fact, as a matter of fact, when did it start, Luke?
2: Um, it must have been two thousand eight, late two thousand seven, two thousand eight, or ish period. Yeah, something like that.
1: And that's when I discovered... Well, I- do I have to introduce this first, or do I just continue while I build up what it is? But Let's build it up. <laughs> and we're Dun- taking ba-le-da. we're taking Dun-dun-dun. half of the podcast space, most likely that we had for you know the regular podcast to give you something quite new and different and special especially since uh, avengers age of ultron came out and uh this is recorded before us seeing it so we probably no had the review streams. before this and now we have this later obviously this would have been more appropriate after x-men 4 last year in fact hey exactly last year doesn't time fly mm. and uh but the problem with that was that we were kind Ooh. of just talking about X Men Days of but Future Pants. In, good, in of, the good
2: news, though, they're about to announce on Tuesday the road cut so it can tie in.
1: Oh, okay. Well, ha! brilliant. That's great. So I'm here with Luke, and we're here with Jacob's Well. This is a special recording with session. Jacob's Well? Hopefully, it will go pretty swimmingly, but I cannot Jacob, how's your well?
0: It's pretty stony. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hopefully, this will go well and not <laughs> not stony. Um, <laughs> so we go swimming, wheel, swimming. So it wheel, won't be like a Kevin
2: wheel. Smith podcast Yeah,
1: and so since I said it would be more appropriate for X-Men Days of Future Pants Which was last year, or Future Past, let's just put it for his appropriate title This is a story I and Luke started working on Just because Luke came over with our mutual friend Becca to our house occasionally, and we discovered that you know we both really liked storytelling and you know making up some stories and stuff and Luke was such an amazing guy to bounce ideas off of, and we just dis- dis- started talking when he brought his Marvel encyclopedia over <laughs> and uh, we were, I was just you know paging through all these things and uh, really? we were just thinking, wouldn't it be cool if there was dot 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 and here we are. We've a good actually, X-Men film. <laughs> and there you go. He said it. It wouldn't be nice if we finally had a good X-Men film after X2. Because at this point, there was no X-Men Origins Wolverine. There was mm. no Days of Future Pants. I'm sorry. <laughs> Days of Future Past. I'll just try to say that correctly. And uh, I've always loved the X-Men films, and I really like the... Especially X-Men 3. <laughs> That's because I was on the set. See, I loved it so much, yeah. I was on the set of X-Men 3. Yeah. Um. Because I really liked the tone that it gave off in mm. the first and second film. And, of course, uh, the fact that X-Men 1 really started this sort of realistic, but still fantastic, sort of comic book uh, visual Paved language. Paved the way for
2: modern yeah. superhero films. Alright,
1: fine. You don't like me explaining myself? I'll just be a little bit more brief, then. <laughs>
2: So just Luke, saying, it did more, more than like you know Christopher Nolan that everyone likes to praise. No, to but, but the thing there. is
0: though that the X Men films, the first two at least, uh, I think they were completely different than the Marvel films we have now.
1: Yeah, they are in a sense, but I think that they're a little bit more. These X Men films are a little bit more realistic. I think that's what you mean. Yeah, right? that's what I mean. But they yes. still kind of they would fit. It set in a, a tone. Way. It set a tone and was really strong.
2: Sorry, they're less. They're less, they're less witty. They have well, it's, humor, less, it's less colorful and yeah, is, yeah, less witty. They're all witty. about their, their wit and humor.
3: Yeah,
1: but it still works, and that's what yeah. I really liked about it, what drew me into seeing these films and what I find endearing and and what becomes part of my uh, movie collection uh, since then, <laughs> to be honest. I really like it. What about you, Luke?
2: Well, I would agree with everything you just said. Yeah, no, um, I've always been a huge fan of X-Men, Um from a kid and all the way through actually I wasn't I I didn't actually see the first two X-Men films in theater um really it wasn't yeah so surprising I didn't see we did we watched X2
1: what we watched X2 in
0: theaters really yes man huh forgot about that one sorry go on Luke
2: I remember when they I remember when it came out, especially X two and I thought I remember the, the, the trailers and how how cool it looked, but I I never got a chance to see it. I think it's because my parents didn't really like X Men when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And so by the time I was a preteen, stroke teen, when the films came out, I, I just they weren't gonna take me to go see it really. Um and I just didn't have anyone else that was interested in it either. Um that's what you get for being a church kid, I suppose. Um <laughs> true. but um yeah, so then I finally saw, like, properly saw the X-Men films when I was, I must have been about 17. Um, and then, like, I think it was about a year before X-Men 3 came out. Um, and I was just, I absolutely loved what they did with it. I loved that it was realistic. I thought it was, for the most part, quite per—you know—adequately ad- adequately cast, um, minus a few people, maybe. Um, but, yeah, I just really liked what they did. Yeah. And I liked the fact that they explored a lot of the... Moral and philosophical aspects of it rather than just it be a you know
1: a schlocky costume party,
2: yeah, <laughs> but yeah. it
1: really wasn't because they they did take some effort into making it feel like it they could belong in real life well
0: real that life I think that was one of the first films that actually yeah. tried to incorporate i mean those elements yeah,
2: we know that beyond, did beyond that richard too. Donner's Superman. Well, Blade Blade. We Blade. Got a, Blade.
1: Blade was right before that. Blade did mm. a pretty good job. I think Blade really... Like like we said, in our Marvel... Um, our Marvel yeah. Adventures, we... Um, oh, yeah. I, I really said that Blade sort of created the rocket ship. Or at least... The fuel. Yeah, the fuel. Because yeah. because it really did start that. Because in 1998, yeah. nothing else like this happened. So I think we True. have to give Blade the credit because I
2: love those films. <laughs> True. It's, it's just it's, I guess they they disappointing that that was because it was rated R and for that time period there's there was a lot of there would have been a lot of marvel fans that wouldn't have been able to see that I mean, Blade I would have I would, been pretty underground. Young. It did. Especially
0: yeah. compared to X-Men cuz X-Men came completely from left field. Yeah, sure it did. And mm. uh,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, um so uh this brings us to well of course I also liked the cartoons when I was a kid. We had those Wolverine mm. projector toys where the projection (inaudible) comes out of the... Yeah. (inaudible) So, we had a huge catalog. There was a huge catalog of Marvel uh, villains and heroes in the X-Men universe, and of course the Marvel Mm. Collective universe that has never been explored before, and of course, this ignites people's creativity to want Mm. to try new things, especially after... What
2: and I was going to say that was another thing I really liked about the films. This ties into what you're saying is the fact that it wasn't so much about following the continuity oh, of the comics. That's right.
1: This is an important but, factor.
2: But 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 X factor. drawing all these different aspects from the comics to create their new story. That's that's one of the main things that I've always really loved about about it um, as well. Which yeah, like uh,
1: you have the Phoenix storyline. You have mm. some. I think the cure thing, even in X Men Three, like the cure thing mm-hmm. was not wholly original it was in the comic book. yeah this, bu- it was in the comics and it wasn't part
2: of the phoenix saga but the yeah. two could have worked together i say could have worked together
1: mm-hmm. and uh, what else was there like there was the weapon x with wolverine and so they combined all yeah. this stuff right There's... like
2: strike like having striker be this guy who's manipulated all these oh, people that's like having right, his that's hands right. with with lady death strike having his hands in in, in nightcrawler that stuff. even though it's not wholly original to the comics like it was still it was still really fun yeah. to to see it, the liberties that they took because they weren't they weren't disrespecting the characters. They were they still really liked the characters and kept the for the most part, I think, kept their essence really.
1: Right. That's what uh, so what they did was they drew from a pool, this huge creative pool created by generations, the almost, <laughs> almost generations of like comic book artists and writers. Mm. And they were able to draw from all this great source material and create something original and kind of realistic and entertaining, yeah. which was the, I think one of the biggest things that combined all those two films, at least that we liked before the, you know, this mm. was before, this was after X-Men 3. All right. So, yeah.
2: Well, and I would say as well, I mean, yeah, when we want to come, yeah. Well, how
1: should we carry on? Well, we have to carry on by saying and addressing the fact that X-Men 3 was not... Uh, was not. It didn't uh, live up to expectations. No, no. It had a lot to uh, carry. Especially for me, because like, like
2: I said, I didn't really get into X-Men until like 2005. So when X-Men came out in 2006, I was like, this is the first X-Men film I'm going to see in theaters. Right. I'm so bloody stoked. Like... I cannot wait, and the trailers for it and everything looked awesome. I mean, that scene where Magneto was standing in front of that that semi, yeah, that flips the <laughs> flips the thing over. It's like, heck yeah, like that's what uh, I want. The, and
1: the music in the trailer. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and trailer music's great. Dun, 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 and dun, the fact dun. that
1: I was right off camera in that one shot. Oh, well, yeah. In that that's one right. wide shot. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, uh, Phoenix, right? Phoenix comes in, mm. there's The Cure, and then uh, what else was there? Um, oh, there
2: was Angel. There was this big war you thought, oh, this is going to be a, a really epic right. battle. I mean, they've had really they've had small-scale battles in the first two X-Men films. They've not had anything so so grand, and, and, and that's what made it look like it could... It was, spo- it was supposed epic. to be
0: the climax to the human mutant conflict. Yeah, yeah, that's it was pretty much. That's
1: what it is. was supposed to be. Yeah, mm. and, and uh, in a way,
2: it kind of felt like it was because of the title, "The Last Stand," it also kind of felt like it could potentially have been the final f- film. Period. Indeed. Before I think they think maybe it was supposed maybe, to be maybe who knows uh, I can't remember. I don't I don't know me But that's how it paid off to mirror or came across to me rather because it was like okay, it's the last stand. They're going to you know. Finish off whatever was started in X Men One, and you know it's the conclusion because that was all. That was in the time when like everything was all about trilogies. Then you know you had your Matrix trilogy, you had your Lord of the Rings trilogy, you had your like the three act
1: structure can translate into three parts, three acts in a piece, in a in a presentation, in a story, and that's why we all thought that X Men Three was going to be something. But you know it didn't turn out to be that way. We're not going to go into the details of this film, but in our opinion, at least. It felt like it really messed up a lot of the. It was a foul continuity. ball. Foul yeah. ball, <laughs> because what? What? Like, I'm sorry, everybody who hasn't seen X-Men Three. So why listen to this anyway? <laughs> Spoilers. Uh, yeah, uh, Xavier dies. Cyclops dies. Gene um, Lots dies. of Gene. Di- well, Gene's supposed to be dead in X-Men Two. But she's <laughs> she comes back and then dies. Um. <laughs>
2: everyone dies. Else? I, I mean, at the, at the last battle, she's like mutilating everyone. Like, Who, they're just all di- maybe, yeah, she's, she's, yeah, she's just disintegrating yeah. everyone. Like, Rogue loses her powers.
1: Yeah, and, and everybody hates Cyclops because he's kind of a whiner in the f- first and second. Well, maybe not. Maybe yes. Maybe no. But he did. He was kind of he's turned a aside. Character. That's what I think. Um, but it seems like everybody kind of, you know, loves to really hate Cyclops. On him for some too reason? much,
2: so I don't really get that because I didn't really have much of a problem with him. Like he was a bit snarky to to wolverine and rightfully so i mean he was hitting on his girl so it's like i'm gonna be a jerk to you yeah yeah um but i, I thought he was all right i thought he was fine X men two, but when you when you get to x-men 3 he's just sitting there in his room with his you know huge you know, long long fringe and crying it's just like
1: <laughs> yeah that was bad
2: it's, it's like you know man. one like pick up a razor he's dude changed man. like you know there's nothing well. you can do for him if 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 these films are supposed to be linear and X, however however many years have passed since X two to X three, and he's still in there pouting, it's like surely <laughs> Xavier would have been like, "Snap the heck out of it! Like this is ridiculous." <laughs> you know, Gene. Gene,
1: saucy wench. Yes, yeah. indeed.
2: And another problem with X Men three. Because we do have to talk about some of the problems to Tide Dawson. Well, adoption. yeah, we have to. Like, is, you know, they suddenly introduce this danger room sequence, and there's a sentinel in there. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, okay, if there's sentinels roaming about in this universe, like, this seems like something that we should have maybe seen or heard of, rather than just suddenly magically show Yeah, it was kind that- of just
1: thrown, you know, it's just a bone being thrown at to the fans. So they can go, Yeah!
2: yeah. Yeah. yeah, which was which was like okay whatever. Like I obviously you obviously could roll with it played okay, but it was still just kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah, it
1: was kind of like, you know,
2: cuz if there were sentinels, why were they not at the final battle stopping all the mutants?
1: Yeah, yeah. Especially since we had Trask, and we had all kinds of other characters introduced that really didn't Mm,
2: have any.
1: Oh yes, Beast. Well, Beast had some kind of. He was an actual character in the film. But what I meant was, there's a lot of. There were. There were like. I think there was an overkill of hints and uh, cameos Mm. Mm -hmm. of different characters for fans, Mm. which uh, and some of them have important stories, as I recall, in the uh, Marvel continuity in the universe of the X Men. But they were just kind of thrown around. Mm. For example, we had, wasn't named on screen, but this purple-haired Asian woman, or mutant, she was Psylocke, Mm. right? With the spiky guy, and then there was an Angel's character, wasn't. Particularly, character he was just another elongated cameo because yeah. he really didn't. We there was just one scene where he interacted with any of the X Men. Otherwise, he was completely separate.
2: Yeah, which really annoyed me as well because on all the promotional material they have him in a uniform, and he's <laughs> yeah, never yeah, once yeah. in an X Men uniform. Never, not at all. Um, same with same with Cyclops. He's never once in, a, in his uniform. Oh yeah, why did they do that stuff? Same I don't with wonder. Wonder. we are
1: doing. The same thing
2: well, it, I in know, the commentary, but, they mentioned that there was a, the idea that Angel was supposed to join the team and go for the final fight, but they changed their mind at the end, and I don't okay. know why. It makes no sense. Um, I,
1: I I can't, you know, uh, understand that either, but uh, that's all yeah. in the past. It's all in the past. Yeah. And you, of all people, know how fast the weather can change.
2: True. So, at the end of the day, X-Men, X-Men, X-Men didn't 3 didn't work.
1: It, it doesn't work as a uh, a piece of entertainment, especially, well, maybe entertainment. It looks cool. There's some cool things in it. Um,
2: but. People, people want to say that the X-Men films are riddled rather with, uh, continuity errors. Even X-Men three doesn't really ruin any continuity that comes up. It just, because there's so many characters that keep resurrecting all the time. Anyway, (laughs) I know. Like the only thing thing that's ruined in X-Men three is that it's just, uh, it's just, it's a weak script. So it's a weak story. And it's poorly executed. And so it left fans dissatisfied. And, I would say so. And that's when we kind of came into it. Because we were like, that film wasn't as good as it should have been. Let's think up a better idea for a sequel. Because there needs to be a sequel to redeem this. Yeah, why not? This.
1: Right, And that's how we started talking about this story. Mm. This story. It's called simply X-Men 4. Because... Yeah. Subtitles are kind of, you know, I don't like subtitles. Or X4. Yeah, X4 or X Men 4. But Mm. the point was that as development, you know, story development is a process that has, uh, that includes many, many revisions. Mm. And, uh, what's so funny about this is that I was opening all the Google docs that we had (laughs) since 2009 and I was looking and seeing how many times we rewrote the story and from the beginning. And it was like at least four times I'm seeing the same story being written down, which is great, but it's just kind of funny to see that. And I really, you know, I kind of like the fact that we were quite dedicated to this. It was kind of fun. It was, it was us kind of thinking, You know why not? Let's Mm. we got you know you know stretch those creative writing skills. Let's just let's try this. Yes. And so me and you sat down quite a few times, talked over Skype back in 2008 and then 2009. And you came over sometimes. We watched movies and hung out, but we also Mm. were always going. What if this happened? What if you know that and this?
2: Yeah, I remember. I remember doing a really big session when I came back at Christmas time in 2008 actually because we watched that we watched all the x-men films when we were there if you yeah. remember and then we yeah, did a all the
1: meaning one and two <laughs>
2: true yeah I th- yeah true yeah we didn't um, watch the third one no no that would have been painful um <laughs> and yeah so i mean for i think for us it was kind of like well where could we where could we take it next like how could right. we improve on it and there were things in x-men 3 that were decent ideas. There was decent stuff to work off of. Oh, that's so what-, what I
1: love about this is that mm. X-Men 3 somehow was able to provide a lot of um seeds to mm. create a new like something to make the the story develop in ways that are actually pretty cool. And yeah. that would uh move the entire like I don't want to say franchise, so I'll say series into these directions that would have not been possible had it not been for X-Men 3.
0: And plus, you guys weren't planning on uh, retrospectively changing no. or eliminating, eliminating old uh, storylines no. or characters, we wanted to but to carry it back forward. kind of, I suppose, changed characters or fixed certain things or altered no uh, storylines. Yeah, you guys. There's yeah, only the a few point, right?
1: minor alterations, but those alterations are based on what you don't see but I mean and altered, not being not spoken in the of sense- in X Men
0: Three. In the past, but altering what those characters would be that's doing right. later that's right. in the story. Yeah.
1: So it's not like, yeah. you know, that's what I find super challenging and mm. super exciting in doing sequels. And for yeah. me, like when you're writing or when you're coming up with stories for sequels, you want to be true and you want to say these things happened. They might not have been great, but they happened. And we yep. have to figure out a creative way to put it back into mm. what could be better than You know what came before, especially if it was kind of not as satisfactory as it could have
2: been. True, true. So that that was our that
1: was our um, basic uh, viewpoint, our angle mm, into getting into this. So So I was sorry. So I was pitching uh, to Luke what villains I would like in this film. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I don't know how we started this, but we instantly went okay. uh, Xavier's back right that was sort yeah. of like probably the beginning of it because of course at the end of X-Men 3 after yeah. the credits we have Muir Island and mm. we have Dr. MacTaggart and she's in Scotland right is that isn't that correct yeah and they and in X-Men 3 they hinted at and they showed this like vegan man <laughs> this brain dead guy <laughs> could you could you explain this please i think you'd yeah. be better at doing that
2: the the brain dead guy was just uh, was just a um it's just an empty body, uh, a body that's alive, but the the actual consciousness is is completely gone. So the b- beginning of, of X Men Three it deals with the ethical question of if you're a telepath, you know, should should you transfer someone's conscious of, of a dying man into a into a, a an empty body? Basically, is that is that morally or ethically okay? And then that's obviously what Xavier does with his with his conscious when the Phoenix destroys his body. He, you know, puts his mind into this other body, but the question is who is this other body? Um, right. and in the X-Men world, Xavier has a twin sister. Um, obviously, you know, we're not going to see, you know, <laughs> we're not going to
1: see Patrick Stewart in drag, even though he'd probably want to do that too, because he's <laughs> being, being a, you know, being the actor that he is going to try yeah. all these different roles.
2: Yeah. But, but it um, seemed to make more sense for, for them to make it a twin brother. And then that way you could still bring him back and it would make sense. Um,
1: yeah, and especially like identical twins. So there's, yes. so this is how we found out that we could easily use exactly what was almost exactly what was in the comics, and the fans wouldn't Wait a second, be to the yes, third sir.
0: film. Yeah, with, that's the, the, uh, the that, that is his the stinger at the end. That is his twin brother, then.
1: Yeah, I mean that's what. what well, he they did Zach they, Penn, yeah,
2: the they don't says, say it outright, but, I mean, but that's what you're that's meant him, to believe. You, I mean, because yeah, because it, it is it is his voice and it is his profile. You can see that it is him yeah. in in the bed. To, to you can see like his nose, it's that classic giant Patrick Stewart nose mm-hmm. um, in that in the bed there. So yeah, you know and, that it's him.
1: And, uh, even like when we were watching the commentary, when <laughs> Zach Penn yeah. was, he also said, uh, he said it was, you know, we, we made him, you know, his twin brother and in the comics, he said the exact same thing you said in the commentary. And he yeah, mentioned the whole
2: thing. He did, thing didn't he? Yeah, that's right. So yeah.
1: that's it. Charles can easily be back.
2: Yes. That was And great. then we also so- the other problem though is oh that's what i wanted we, to say
1: about cyclops we kind of uh yeah. detoured from that for a second i just want to say everybody keeps hitting on cyclops and i was thinking x-men was is really iconic because cyclops is one of wasn't he he was one of the original x-men from he is, 1968 yeah,
2: yeah. cyclops Six, Jean, iceman and beast
1: there you go um and it would be a shame Not to storm. have no storm is 80s right
2: uh seven it's seventies, I oh, think. Okay. When when the when is it seventies? Yeah. Well, Luke, yeah. you would know a lot more about I it think.
1: than I do because you actually read
2: the comics. I just look at the DC encyclopedias. That's all I do.
1: <laughs> I don't DC read any Encyclopedias?
2: Comments. How dare you? Whoa!
1: I am so sorry. I didn't mean that. I meant How? the I meant the Marvel. Marvel! Marvel you? Encyclopedia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay, so uh let's let's keep going here. Um Cyclops yeah. kind of was undermined, especially by Wolverine, mm-hmm. because Wolverine became the big flagship x-men character Mm. um and that's fine because he is cool he's wild you know he's got those claws yeah metal endoskeleton endoskeleton what am i talking about skeleton metal skeleton made out of adamantium so i felt like here's another challenge we can get cyclops back somehow from x-men 3 and try to make him the leader again because i feel Mm. like that dynamic would be much better with wolverine as kind of being the lone guy instead of what was uh, shifted to in X-Men three where they tried making him again, you know, sort of like the main guy. It's like, remember how yeah. he saved the world from Phoenix because it's mm. like for you. No, I die yeah. for you.
2: Yeah. And all that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> cause for he's you. like, cause he talks like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> I die for you. I die for you. I die for you. You idiot.
1: <laughs> well, True. uh, so how do we bring uh Cyclops back? Well, I can tell you this very easily. You don't see him. You don't see Cyclops dying.
2: True. And you, know, is, you only see his face get a little thing bit thing. bubbly. No, yeah, you don't. They do. Bubbly? His face. Oh, yeah, to, kind of, kind it of, yeah. To but
1: then, miraculously, it cuts away, and mm. when we get back there... All Storm and Wolverine see when they get back with the jet, you know, to investigate what was happening because it is, you know, melted Cyclops.
2: No, we, <laughs> see that's the
1: thing that we don't see melted Cyclops I know, I know, corpse. We just see his glasses.
2: And there is one scene oh, yeah, in true. in one of the in one of the adverts that really, really does look like they're running up to Scott's body. Um, really, people say that it's not true, <clears throat> but excuse me, but I I it does look like they're that they found Scott's body in one of these brief scenes in one of the trailers. So I think, I think, in, I think in one, I think they must've at some point filmed the scene like that. Cause I don't think it was Jean because Jean's body is found elsewhere.
1: All right. So that's why we wanted to resurrect Mr. Cyclops. And since we don't see what happens.
2: Yes. It's always Cyclops. helpful when we don't see the body. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> so in this one, I don't know how we, thought this up but um basically because phoenix just came out of the closet of gene gray's mind <laughs> the water closet yeah of, <laughs> no of gene gray's mind mm. uh and uh it would be possible that gene gray still kind of uh, is sort of battling in internally mm-hmm. in the story that we're talking about here and so what we uh decided to believe was that uh, Jean gene gray would in fact uh while it cut away since it cut away uh, she would be sort of resisting the idea yeah. of having Phoenix Killing kill Scott. Scott. Yeah. Scott. So there's a little bit of a of a of a there's a mind battle going on. Yeah, here. exactly. And Luke, do you want to explain this, or should I just Doesn't mention mind. it? All right, I'll do it then. Maybe she just pushes him away with her telekinetic powers because you know Jean Grey tries to save her from herself, mm-hmm. and then it just throws him really far away. Some kind of psychic. Uh, mutant strange phenomena happens because of this, you know, clash of this of the mind of this mm. huge and powerful. What was it called? Like uh, cl- rank five? What was that? Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah! Don't yeah.
2: don't get me started on the ranking thing. <laughs> the random class, class system five. that they decided. To yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Gene's the only classified mutant I've ever met. <laughs>
1: it's Pokemon now. Okay. Because this class five mutant. um... This is an irregular thing that happens, and, uh, and, and she just throws him away. We can even say across the lake, just far away, his body's gone. I mean, yeah. he's just, whoo, <clears throat> just been thrown away. And what happens to Cyclops is that he wakes up after who knows how long, after a coma, perhaps taking maybe, maybe a really, really brief, Ten years. really brief, really brief coma, doesn't remember who he is, has amnesia. And I know that that's a huge cliche around, you know, storytelling. But we didn't tease
2: the idea that maybe it was the phoenix that erased his mind. Like it just mm. could have been one it, of That's those, the thing. That's yeah.
1: better. That's what, yeah. And uh, he has to find out what was going on. And his powers have been locked away as well.
2: Really. Right. As a result, I mean, that that's kind of why we tease that because if the Phoenix was had done something, maybe she somehow blocked his ability and erased his memory. And that would maybe also he's, explain he's the glasses. Yeah, that's hmm. why
1: his glasses are gone too. Yeah, he might he could have taken them off yeah. or or, or they could have like fallen
0: that. off, but he's fine. You know, he has to and he has to exactly. walk through the forest. Closing yeah, his now
1: eyes. bear with us here. The reason we wanted this was. And it would have worked because we just... Just explain it once in a little bit of dialogue in the film. And that's it. You don't have mm. to go into that. He's back. It doesn't yeah. matter. This is the point.
2: Kind of like what happens in The Wolverine.
1: What with Xavier. Wolverine?
2: When Xavier ro- rolls up and Logan's oh, like, Oh, yes. Exactly, exactly. That's basically what we were going to do.
1: Yeah. But ours has at least some kind of uh, imagination you can use while watching the third film and connecting the dots. Yes. So... With that, we have both of our two characters that died alive again. And uh, I was talking to Luke about what villains we want to use, what Mm. storyline we want to pursue in the Marvel X-Men comics. Mm. And of course, because, I think you mentioned this, Trask was introduced in X-Men 3 as played by Bill Duke, who was pretty cool. I I like Bill Duke because he's in Predator anytime. He he played this... uh, pretty uh important character in, in in the x-men story in the in, yeah. in the comics because he's the one who invented the sentinels yeah giant robots built to protect uh, they're, build-
2: they're, they're just sentinels they're there to police the the you know communities or whatever for and, and, and watch out for any outrageous mutant activity and and stop any dangerous yeah. stuff built to basically. fight but mutants, but they're, they're, they're mainly to hunt mutants there you go and
1: how Great was it that um, X-Men 3 provided us with the fact that the cure didn't work. So we could have made up that Trask is like going, guys, the cure didn't work. Okay, I was here with you guys in the government this whole time. I let that slide. But now we're going to go to the next phase, which is, listen to my project. I've been developing this for like 10 years already. Yeah. It's the Sentinels. And that's what we wanted to have as a setup because it worked so well because of X-Men 3. Thank you. I thought that was I think that would that would have worked.
2: Yeah, I think so. And because it would make a lot of sense actually because not only did the cure not work but you just had this insane battle in San Francisco, where the Golden Gate Bridge is ripped off its hinges. And and you get to
1: see how people get transportation without going to an airport.
2: Exactly. You know, so you see loads of just chaos that happens. So you would think that the next step is, okay, well, the government, the cure is not going to work. You know, they're going to need to do something. So Sentinels would be, you know, quite believable if they're in existence in this universe.
1: that's why you can use the fact that they were in the danger room, because... Mm people already probably knew about the Sentinels and they knew about this project. It was like a rumor perhaps and maybe one of, those, one of those young mutant programmers just decided to run with that and put a nice little get inspiration from these rumors and plans and that's why it's part of the public conscious in, in the film, especially after the cure not working and failing yeah. and then this entire catastrophe happening on, in Alcatraz. And we have our character, uh, uh, Trask, and here he is saying, it's time for the Sentinels. So Mm. that would be our sort of underpinning storyline in terms of what was happening in the universe of the X-Men concerning mutants and humans, because now we're doing the robots. Now the giant robots are coming in. And I always thought that that would make the fans super happy because, wait, the Sentinels, finally! Everybody wants to see... Because most people who watch the original cartoon would uh, associate X-Men being mutants fighting giant robots.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how the 90s show kicked off, actually. The very first show was about... Um, about that right there was about the Sentinels coming out and, and Jubilee being on the run from the Sentinels and being taken to the X-Men mansion and yeah. and yeah, stopping them.
1: That was uh the But Ryan that wasn't Storm.
2: that that wasn't the first that was one of the first ones, but we had other ideas for other villains as well. Right. Because, I mentioned
1: Onslaught because I love giant scary guys, but yes. that was a little complicated. What's that? What's Onslaught? Onslaught is the psychic merging between Magneto and uh xavier into a giant scary monstrosity
0: mm. was it, is this some kind of scientific no it was like, a it, it no kind ideas. of it
2: was, it was a psychic thing it was this oh, sorry. this kind of psychic force merged them two together and created this like why, why in the world <laughs> did that happen? i can't it's remember
1: x-men comics man yeah it's psych- <laughs> it Thanos came gross. down and went mutants sorry that now, who was funny. behind the morph I, I can't don't remember. Know.
2: It, 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 I think it has something to do with uh, Xavier's dark consciousness, or something. Something. Ah, like yes. That. Something. I, later, I, I could be right wrong there. on that, but hey, someone in the comments can correct me. All
1: right. Well, long time ago, I when I was browsing the Marvel Encyclopedia way back, two thousand five, two thousand four. I didn't even know Luke. I, maybe I did. I don't remember. But uh, there was always this image on the D. D.K. Marvel Encyclopedia, that I was like, who's this, right? Scary, blue, grinning, venom-looking, scary, sharp-toothed guy. Yes. Who is this? It's the Shadow King. And interestingly enough, I talked to a fan of X-Men, and he didn't even know who the Shadow King was. So I'm guessing this is a character that has not been very... uh, Uh, very prominent in everybody's mind, which Mm -hmm. is weird because he has such an interesting design, at least that form of him does. And I always love finding new actors. Mm. new character like characters you don't know and pushing them up to be famous and we're actually seeing that now because avengers as you remember iron man thor all these characters were considered the b team before yeah. uh, before they actually made good movies out of them because spider-man and x-men were the big big ones True. so i said this could be our primary then and the thing is that this was solely me wanting to put just a cool character in there cuz he looked so scary and dark and evil and just creepy and we could we, it would be great because we had Magneto this whole time now we got someone new you know and yeah. someone completely different he wasn't he wasn't at all like you know a human being you know well he mm-hmm. was but i mean what i'm saying is you know if you count mutants as humans but it was just it was just
2: well he, a he was cool a telepath but he wasn't um he he didn't have a physical form so yeah. it made it a lot more you, you could do uh, maybe just maybe just a few more kind of interesting things with them than you would your typical your kind of typical physical mutant you don't have like a, you know, a magneto who's just like oh! you know you yeah. have something is a bit more you know well shadowy mm-hmm and it's always fun when there's scary monsters in the shadows
1: exactly and this one is definitely no different he has ties with Xavier. Mm-hmm. And he has tie- strong ties, at least narratively, in the original comics with Psylocke. Yep. Now, that was kind of what I was imagining, especially looking back at this whole story that we invented, was that Psylocke would be kind of our new Rogue.
2: Yeah.
1: As Rogue was in the first X-Men. So it feels, in a way, that we were doing a reversal. Not a reversal, but sort of like a parallel. It's like poetry, it rhymes. <laughs> Mm. Of uh, of the first X Men, because yeah. now we have another sort of character that we focus on, and-, and
2: the thing is, as much as I like Rogue, and she was fine in the first film, she's a character who's really bloody powerful, but we never actually get a chance to see her use her full potential, which I always thought was really disappointing. Because I mean, there's one bit in the comics in, in recent years where, in, in the saga called Second Coming. Where she takes like four or five different people's powers, she has like angels' wings. She has Colossus's metal metal on her <laughs> skin. She has Wolverine's wow. claws, um, and she's got Nightcrawler's um, teleporting. And she does this like amazing, like kick butt. And she's like, got a
1: the most sequence. beautiful southern droll.
2: Exactly, but you never you never see that with Rogue in the films. You always see her. I mean, kind the story
0: of, never really focused on no. Rogue specifically, like it mm-hmm. did, for instance, Jean, or even Cyclops. There's a bit of story with him. Actually, yeah. No, maybe not. like But I even 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 I mean more like stuff. kind
2: of action-wise. Yeah. Like there's a lot of narrative with, I'm with just talking
0: story-wise, but yeah. I with think Rogue. there's quite a
2: bit of narrative with with Rogue. Um Sorry, wait. I thought you were talking about Storm. No, no we're talking <laughs> about Rogue.
1: <laughs> Rogue,
2: never man. mind. never mind.
0: Yeah, Rogue there's a lot
2: of story She's got in her Rogue. absorption
0: powers. There's a lot of story in Rogue in the yeah, first yeah, one. Yeah.
2: yeah. And that's So what, we we wanted so, a character yeah, that we that we could actually use and someone who could who would be able to fight, not just kind of be there
1: yeah but more importantly someone we can kind of follow in this movie Mm. just like yeah who would lead
2: the film rather than it you know being someone like wolverine or one of the old x-men we would have a new yeah your new lead character (laughs) which is fun
1: yeah and i think that plus the shadow king and his because he has strong connections with both psylocke and with uh Patrick Stewart, I was going to say, but yeah. Um, Xavier, because of their backstory and something that happened between him and Xavier, where Xavier actually locks him into uh, the psychic void, Mm. which is the the, the astral plane. Because uh, Xavier died in X-Men 3, we imagine that uh, the psychic, that that bond that closed him in in that astral plane broke. Mm. Yeah. And that made the Shadow King come back. Mm. So that's one story we have there. And he, you know, manipulates both, uh, Psylocke and Xavier. And then we have the big story, which happens, which is with, uh, Trask and the Sentinels. Yeah. And the whole program and how it's going to affect the world after Mm X-Men 3. Yeah. And we have, what else do we have? I forget. Wait, that, was, that was that was Those, are, much the, it, really. those that, are the that, two those main your two
2: big things. Yes. Because you have your subplots where we we do have Psylocke's brother in there, Brian, yes. who eventually becomes Captain Britain. Captain um, Britain, which is which is cool. Um there, you know, he he's been kidnapped. So that's another thing. Is, right, is yeah, Psylocke that, story is all about wanting to find out what's happened to her. Her parents send her away, send her and Brian to America. Because um, they live in my, England. Mysteriously. Wow. Um, and they're just kind of like, you have to go. And then by the time they get to America, they, you know, basically their parents have been killed and they're suddenly being chased. Brian's kidnapped. Psylocke ends up at the Xavier mansion. And she's like, you know, we need to find my brother. So that's her. her narrative is all about wanting to find her brother. And dealing with her powers, which Shadow King is able to manipulate. Um,
1: Sorry, go ahead.
2: Yeah. Um, Not to rehash too much, but then you have your sentinel issues. And that basically leads everything down a path. I mean, you know, we wanted something dark, didn't we? We wanted something that was going to be quite menacing and, and grim and terrifying, like, you know, kind of, you know, Nazi- esque you know that kind of
1: kind of but we didn't really i didn't want to go to future past
2: no we weren't gonna we were gonna go that far It was gonna be you know realistic the whole
1: yeah the whole thing was that this was if there was going to be a future past because that's a very popular comic book line and we knew about it completely before even the future past movie came out yeah uh but this whole story would be a foreboding sort of this might happen in the future but in this case it was very close to happening but it was stopped Spoilers. (laughs) Spoilers. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Ish. I mean, it still could have happened eventually, but, you know, it was, for us, it would have stopped. So anyway. Um, so how much do we know about the Shadow King?
1: Well, I can tell you that, because who we, we talked Where's a little bit from? about Silo. Okay, so Shadow King uh, used to be this very powerful psychic mutant called Amal Farouk who lived in Egypt, Cairo, Egypt, and he was a kingpin. He was a big criminal mastermind, because he was able to use his psychic powers for evil <laughs> and this was back in the 1940s but in this case because that was in the in the comic but oh, in this sense. case we had to update it a little bit so it's 1960s so what's the timeline so far i'm Let's so recap. sorry okay this is the Do beginning me, of me, the let film me let me recap no 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 i want to tell you the beginning of the film real quick
2: sorry <laughs> you taking like an hour i'm sorry it it's, an af- scene okay. it's supposed to be like 90 seconds
1: all right i'm so sorry okay <laughs> it's an aftermath a whole building's been destroyed a whole block's been destroyed everybody is in panic what is going on here Xavier comes out is, like, resting on top of some rubble. And then, you know, like, uh, the Egyptian police and the ambulance is dragging him out into the rescue medic area, whatever, and, you know, giving him, you know, breathing apparatus and everything. And we just see this destruction, and then we can hear maybe some Americans who are as, as well there who are getting out. And then we just hear little glimpses of what happened. Like, we hear, like, I, I don't know, just these two people were just, you know, s- sit, sitting across the, a bar and... And you know, like, uh, and, and then things started started exploding and t- catching a fire, whatever. And then he would be whisked away into this, into the hospital. That's how the movie would start, <sighs> breathing and stuff. And it like, uh, it, it's you know, and people speaking in Arabic and all this, all this chaos happening. And then we have Patrick Stewart's narration again. There's like, one, you know, he would he would talk about the nature of good and evil because this was this was one of the most evil parts and. That, that, that Xavier's experienced Okay And then, you go into and the then it goes yeah, And then the, the X thing comes in And then Remember it goes And it irises into Yes <laughs> And it irises out into the next <laughs> sequence And now, if you want to just make this brief, please go ahead.
2: Make what brief? The rest of the story?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Because I'm so bad at doing it, apparently.
2: Oh, goodness. Oh, just to say you're bad at that. Just, I thought we
1: were already in the story. No, this is the no, beginning just of the story. No,
3: I was literally, no, just tell, I, he
2: was literally just telling you the first 5 minutes. Yeah. Um, but sorry. I, we
0: talked about all kinds of stuff. Shadow King, trash.
2: Yeah, that, that was this is all our this is I all
1: I thought we were already
2: like halfway through well, the film. Well, you
1: basically know most of the film by now. Like everything well, has been set up the story. Then.
2: Okay, so just to recap. So basically the story opens up with Xavier having this this you know mental battle with Shadow King. This building folds. That's kind of what causes Xavier's uh crippledness um then you jump into modern day um at post 60s so yeah so this
1: is this is current day now this is the near and distant future we're finished with the (laughs) the
0: prologue in cairo
1: yes yeah now we're in now
2: now, now it's modern day now now basically the story within follow brian and and betty okay um, no i'll stop you
1: right there because i because no, i'm seriously like my okay i'm not gonna be that long i'm just gonna say okay the, the this this second beginning would be them at the airport and i would love to show the ambiance of how everybody's tired nervous and it's at night on like the washington dells airport who cares where just the airport they're going through the border patrol checkout area yeah a little bit of dialogue between them explaining why they're you know you know how that works it's all the natural sort of things uh the lady tries to scan in their passport and it's not working so she silently because she knows something and she's not trying to tell them they still don't know what's going on they're just waiting there at the you know at the passport check and then and then all these police officers start sort of circling around talking to each other in the distance and i'm sure you've you've experienced something where like you know there's like two police officers talking to each other, each other. you can't hear them you just see them talking and walking around and you know it's about you that kind of thing that happening um and then they're like sir you're gonna have to come with us we're gonna have to you know take you somewhere Psylocke doesn't know what's going on or at least Betsy Braddock which is her name and uh see so yeah, I'm always I'm thinking too specifically yeah,
2: but yeah let's move on
1: and, and then she panics her powers start going you know um, involuntarily so it's like a psychic pulse that happens Rex a, a lot of the the airport especially the border patrol area and then they're chased by the police he, ha- he tells her to to run she and 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 him run all over the place get out of the airport try to get as fast as they can out of there reach uh the ending of uh the outside like you know where the runway is and there's like a couple of uh of trees and everything and they hide and then something grabs Brian, you can't see it. It's under lots of headlights uh, because because this thing has a lot of, li- you know, like it's it has a lot of lights on it because it is in fact a sentinel. But we're not supposed to know that, but we are. We kind of do when we go like in the, in the theater. And he's whisked away. He, the sentinel fails to find Betsy because he's, he's catching both of them, and no one knows what happened. And and before. Brian is before Brian is actually captured, he tells, you know, Betsy, Go to Xavier's because that's what our parents wanted us to do. Mm-hmm. And so she knows what to do. She knows where to go because it's Westchester, she knows exactly. And she's kind of, you know, kind of beaten up, in shock, has to do something about it, so she goes to the Xavier mansion. So
0: she escapes. Yes. But Brian is captured. Mm-hmm. And now from here,
1: okay. Now Luke do can do go? it because I don't want to because I'm going to be too long.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah. Well, so from here, it gets all it gets, gets a bit it gets a bit cray cray, doesn't it?
1: Xavier that, is back. So
2: now we've, we've wakes we've, up at the we've essentially hotel. covered the, hotel. the opening scene. Yes, yeah. After the prologue, so the thing, there's, yeah. There's a few other things that happen slightly while Betty and Brian are in transition. There's a couple of things that that do happen. Um, one of those is that obviously Xavier comes back to the mansion. He has to get updated about what's happening so therefore he meets the kind of current people who are running the school which are basically emma frost and logan um okay. so obviously we learn what's happened to people like Iceman, rogue storm you know they've they've gone away now this is obviously before the big cinematic universe happened so i was like hey we'll send storm to wakanda where you know she's gonna be off with a black panther um and stuff like <laughs> yeah, that which was, um, you know, was which was i thought cool. it was kenya nope
1: oh, okay i no, mean no, i don't no. know
2: no 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 no. It's a made up country. Um ah. that's that's kind of we we explain that stuff so that way we can that way we can make room for for new mutants um and and new characters to to lead the okay. franchise. Yeah. A um, couple of returning people would be Colossus, so he's one. Because as much as he's in the films, he doesn't really have much of a speaking role. And I kind of want no. him and him and Wolverine are really good friends in the books. So it's like I would like to see or have seen that you know relationship. Because yep, as much as go. Wolverine is a loner, he is still uh, he still has his friends. Those two main being Colossus and Nightcrawler.
1: Especially since FTV's, Nightcrawler, really?
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah Nightcrawler. Yeah.
1: yeah. So in the movie, well, we don't have him in the movie though. No, true. No, because so Steve Carell. Yeah. Steve is not. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll skip that. One. I remember that. That was good. Um, oh but, yeah. Uh, and of course, this is this is what happens in between maybe two or three years bef- after X Men Three. Yeah. And so uh, we get to see our our friends again. You know, Wolverine and all that. Wolverine might have been a little bit got a little lax. You know, he's not he's two not the lean mean. Yeah, you know what I mean. Wouldn't you agree? Probably because he has, to, he has to, he has to, he's, he's doing what he uh, likes the least. Yeah. But he likes the least, but he's doing it out of respect Be because, thing. you know, management yeah. changed. Yeah. yeah. And Emma so, Frost came back.
2: Well, Ooh. yeah, she, yes. Yeah, so well, now
0: what do you mean came back? We now never this, had this is where, things, this, this, this is where things
2: get tricky because in the process of us drafting all these stories, X-Men Origins comes out and they throw in some, some kinks in there because not only did they kind of, well, they've they've thrown in characters and they've linked characters. For example, they have Emma Frost in there, who is now the parent and sister of Silver Fox. And so we were like, but in X Men Three, there's in one of the scenes, a throwaway scene basically. There's three blonde girls walking away as Xavier's speaking to Storm, and on the commentary, like, oh, that's supposed to be these these particular triplets, these twins that are essentially clones of Emma Frost. Um, and so I'm like, okay. So how can we, how can we, how can let you know, it'd be cool to have Emma Frost in this? And we've introduced her slightly in, in, in Origins. So let's, let's work with that. Um, so we were, yeah, so we started, we started working with that idea um, and thought it still works linearly because, you know, these, these twins could have come, you know, you know, or triplets could have come sometime after, you know, X Men Origins, and, and it's something that happens off screen, not, nothing we need to really see. Um, but that means Emma Frost has some connection to the X Men in the past. Um, but then things got a little bit and more that's dicey. Why, and
1: that's why we could have thrown in a few dialogue bits where they, they just mentioned that, you know, because yeah. just yeah. to establish, because in but, the comics, Emma Frost got, is a big. But
2: things yeah. got dicey, though, because in the process of that as well, by the time we were still working with this. Then they started to announce first class and then they announced that they're going to have Emma Frost in there. Um, so we've had this like general outline going on, but we had to keep reworking things because they kept bringing in characters that we, they were going to bring Emma Frost in the sixties. And it's like, well, she's already been introduced in the eighties. So how is she going to be in the sixties? You know? So Mm, now we're trying to think now there are continuity issues and we're like, how in the heck are we going to fix what X-Men three did? Connect it with what's supposed to be apparently canon with Wolverine Origins, but then re-tied in with X Men First Class. So we had we did some pretty you know we 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 were just trying to rework Emma Frost's origins to to make it to make it tie in, um, which was quite crazy. But we still came up with with stuff that would have been would be feasible and believable to to have all the X Men films be referenced at at, at some point. So we weren't trying to. You know, discredit any of the films as crap as some of them were looking at you Wolverine Origins (laughs) Um, and yeah so anyway so we had so basically okay cool cool but I just wanted to say
1: narratively speaking uh, Emma Frost is there to have a new character and we can have someone that isn't Storm uh, you know Mm. as a fresh face
2: it's basically and and she's basically a love interest for Scott and so therefore we don't need to have a love interest for Wolverine because that's just been done and dusted yeah there you Um, go is that making sense
1: Jacob yeah
2: so then basically then what happens um, basically so yes yeah, so Xavier comes back to the mansion he meets he finds out all this stuff
1: during that um, we have the we have Trask talking about introducing the Sentinels
2: yeah so that that's going on in the background as well um, then Xavier goes and uses Cerebro for like the first time so nice kind of moment oh where yeah he that's right we had reintroduced anyway. to his you know his, his powers which is fun and that's when he finds Scott he finds him using Cerebro by mistake um, and then... Scott's during- always the mistake. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, and, and then... using Cerebro? No, no, no.
1: He, Luke meant with, uh, Xavier using Cerebro, and then he, by mistake, notices and finds Scott on Alive. You no. Know, in Cerebro. Uh-huh.
2: Okay. So he he basically goes and tells you know Emma and, and Logan that he you know thinks Scott's alive and wants to go find him and that's when you have a you know Xavier and Emma go off and do that which gives you know some character building with old character and the new characters so they can kind of get to know each other which is which is quite fun. Um, that's when they meet Scott realizing. Yeah, and where we, is Scott? He we didn't really have it nailed down, but he was going to be either. I thought he was. Like you know,
1: a, he was working at an orphanage.
2: Yeah, something like that, like a teacher or something like that. It was something that's going to be. Working with kids similar to what he's doing, but in a, obviously, completely different capacity. So, working with, you know, unique kids somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. Um, but his memory was gone. Xavier, and this is where we kind of Yeah, this with- is
1: where we wanted everything to feel like everything was going really well. Yeah. Xavier's back. He's feeling amazing. He has a little bit of some fear in him, but... Well, yeah. f- like, not fear, but sort of, like, what I mean is, like, you know, he's he's feeling something is going on, yeah. but he's... but everybody, He's not, he's not but as the, confident, yeah. so
2: he's quite... he's kind of knee-jerk at reaction at the moment. So when he finds Scott and finds him without his memories, he he's just... He's like,
1: isn't this great? We're both he, alive!
2: Yeah, and he unlocks Scott's memory, and he, and oh. he brings it back, and, and then That's when nice. he does that, Scott's kind of like, what the hell have you just done? Like... I, yeah. I don't. I don't want this. I don't want that life anymore. I'm sick of it. Why did you? you and know, then, was, yeah. And then he I remembers everything. Um, Gene! And so that's when. And that's when he basically tells them to piss off and, and go back. Yeah. And they Xavier and they're like oh, motorcycle handle. again.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, we we're probably gonna do that somewhere. That'd be kind of yeah, funny though. Yeah yeah. Continue.
2: Yeah yeah. So so then they go back to the mansion. They they ha- they tell Logan what's happened, and that's when Logan has a a, a moment with Xavier, and he's like. And this is kind of cool because this, this could tie into like, you know, kind of reference House of M in a way where um, Logan tells Xavier, well, I don't think I'd be overly amused if all of a sudden all of my memories came back. Maybe I'd, Maybe I don't want to know fully about my whole life. Maybe there's stuff in there that would upset me. Um, yeah. if they just suddenly rushed back to my, to, you know, into my mind. And um, this is
1: where we established that, uh, Xavier in this movie won't be the, the mentor yeah. that he it's felt mostly, like he's, he was. He's
2: more, he's more knee jerk reaction stuff. He's yeah. kind of like, I need to get things back in place as quickly as I can. And therefore that's where your kind of moral and ethical dilemmas would come in with this film.
1: Yeah. And then, and then while every, while everybody's having this, you know, welcome back party for Xavier. All these mutant kids and everything at the X X-ma- Mansion. A mm. poof uh, in bursts, a uh, bloody, dirty Psylocke, yep. breathing heavily. And she's like, "What does she say?" She says something, well, and She's it's just, just
2: fresh from her attack, so her brother's been kidnapped, and she's <laughs> yeah, yeah. and she's like trying to. Yeah, she 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 needs help. So then we have a nice kind of moment that's that's reminiscent of
1: Wolverine, Wolverine
2: in X Men when, when he comes when he joins and and she's down in the the medical bay or whatnot yep. and uh you know and Emma or someone would be down there and there would be a nice kind of throwback to to, to that scene
1: you know what was going to happen was we have some uh different ideas here but this is, which is fine because this story was never polished at no. all this is very this was very loose ends very
2: I'm basically following the character anti- map for Wolverine yeah, is yeah, what yeah, yeah, which is
1: what you wrote and uh but what happened was uh in my perception is that Salak wakes up just like wolverine did at the beginning of x-men one and and she tries to do the exact same thing wolverine does doesn't you know like trying to trying to figure out where she is what's going on uh bursts out goes through the hallway the x-men hallway as we all know but as she tries to maybe uh i don't know like escape or something no no not escape just you know what you know like in in a a little bit of a panic Mm. cyclops comes back secretly he comes back he's like alright I'll go and give these guys a second chance and he's already back in the mansion the only one who sees Cyclops at mm-hmm. the moment because he just came in yeah. is Psylocke and then he's like hey kid whatever you're trying to do keep it calm what's going on you know what I mean yeah. he, basically, and, he
2: basically is supposed to give is, as angry as he is he's, he's trying to reassure the kid that this is probably the safest place for her
1: yeah and then stay. this uh, starts the mentor uh,
2: yeah.
1: apprentice kind of relationship between Psylocke Yeah. And Scott yeah. summers.
2: So we move it away from kind of the wolverine rogue to now Scott has someone that he can mentor. Um yeah. which is obviously quite is quite fun. Is that making sense, Jacob? Yes it is.
1: And underneath all this, uh, bad things are
2: happening. So, anyway, yeah, so at this at this point, basically, Xavier's starting to r- realize how bad the sentinel stuff is starting to get and he's like we need to go have a word with Tras because obviously alcatraz was a pretty big mess up and we don't want something like that and sentinels will just create more mess so that will you know sentinels will lead to days of future past and that's what they that's what they don't want um and
1: wasn't there wasn't there like a um sort of like presentation There was that, which is funny because that's what they did with uh, Days of Future Past. Yeah, that comes a bit
2: bit later. Um, Yeah, in the story, yeah, they 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 do a demonstration in Washington.
1: And Mm. and and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but Mm. Wolverine and Xavier decide that he and uh, his X Men buddies, you know, like um, Colossus and Angel, which Mm. was another character we wanted to bring back. Mm. Right, same Mm -hmm. actor, Mm -hmm. but we wanted him to be cool we wanted to be sort of like we just want to give
2: him a chance to actually be in the film yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) and uh they would probably go on an undercover mission at night but that that comes a bit that comes a bit later (laughs) all right (laughs) that comes a bit later basically what what happens next
2: is as as scott comes back elsewhere xavier's looking at this stuff and he basically tells logan i want you to kind of investigate what's happened to this this girl and, and stuff like that and that leads that basically ended up leading Wolverine to discover more about the Sentinels and how big the Sentinel Project actually is yeah, as opposed to what's being what's being spoken about on the news. And Psylocke's
1: um, parents, which we mentioned, right? Are now Her, dead. Bro- her brother is captured kidnapped yeah kidnapped she so they, she, she pretty much so, knows this yeah and- so Wolverine
2: knows and as, as he goes off to find he finds where they were kind of attacked in the woods basically um he can tell that where her brother was where she was and that something robotic took him away um which was clearly a sentinel um yes. so we we know that okay the sentinel stuff is is getting out of hand they're snatching mutants you know For some reason, but
1: but in the case of Brian, because you mentioned that Psylocke's parents got killed, Mm. which was revealed to her later on, Mm. a little bit later, and then she's a lot more upset and angry and, you know, who wouldn't be, but the reason why is because her parents were working on technology in the UK under Mr. Nathaniel Essex.
2: Mm -hmm. A.K.A. Mr. Sinister.
1: Yeah. Who, who is they're, they're, uh, another villain, big giant uh, X-Men villain. Mm. But that's all we had. We just, you know, we just... It was, it was a foreshadow that, that would that that lead like elsewhere. A, it, was, it was another, you know, drop of the bone for future events if the, anybody wants to continue. So they were killed because Trask needed the last piece of... It's technology, the, basically. The, yeah, technology to get the Sentinels... A true become a true AI network and system, which
2: which basically meant that Trask was building up to what 's called Nimrod, which is the ultimate sentinel it's it's
1: and it, and yeah. master mold what about master mold
2: master mold what we what we decided with that originally in the comics master mold is the like it's a giant sentinel that builds the sentinels, which is a bit cheesy. So what we decided, yeah, you said is it was like
1: a giant sentinel that poops out smaller. Basically, sentinels. Basically, basically. So
2: what what we decided was that it's m- just a computer. master mold would actually be the computer Skynet. program, yeah. basically. That would and and then Nimrod would would be the shell, and then cool name, though, Eventually, <laughs> what happens is as this as you know things start unfolding trask
1: has his way uh undercover because we're thinking he's 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 has good intentions Mm. but he's using really uh sneaky means of gaining what he wants to happen which is the you know police state of sentinels yeah and he takes this which i which i invented would have been fun to have been a genetic uh a core a genetic Uh, core to fuel the machine so it's not just microchips and stuff like that just so it feels a little bit more sophisticated more sci-fi i don't know i thought it'd be kind of cool but that's the that's sort of the thing that they were getting from psylocke's parents and stealing from essence uh, essence sx to to complete the ai system and they actually do that uh, in, in the next, uh, at the end of, well, in the middle of the second act of this
2: movie. So yeah, so what happens next? So basically, once once they kind of get an idea of how, how bad it is, Xavier's like, okay, we need to go have a chat. So they have a, uh, you know, there's a lot of chatting in this film. Um, <laughs> they <laughs> the they have a, they have a chat with Trask, and he's like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. You're you're over exaggerating. We're just being prepared. We're doing a demonstration. Come come to the demonstration. Um, I, I, you know this yeah. So this one we've not really had anything made. Happened with Shadow King. Um, no,
1: but what I was thinking of just now, which is a little bit unfair, but is that there's this this little avatar, and what I mean is like a like a like I don't want to say a teddy bear because that is cliche to death. But there's this little voice inside Psylocke's head that helps her and comforts her and yeah does and and you know and Something's becomes manipulating her, friend. her yeah yeah and uh, this voice also. Shows itself Starts to You know Man. Be- Become the poltergeist For yeah. uh, For Patrick Stewart I get it Patrick Stewart Xavier And uh, That sort of Makes you start You know Makes the You know Gives you this underpinning Sort of uh, uh, Feeling that You know The Shadow King Is kind of pulling Some strings yeah. Behind every every piece of these uh, of the actions that are going on with the sentinels
2: yeah so contrast. so then when they but go and no knows that no true so when they go to the demonstration that's when you kind of have a your big kind of your first kind of action set really, where the, the demonstration happens but the shadow king is there in the background as well and things kind his of his
1: faces you know his scary face yeah
2: things don't really go to plan the sentinels either Malfunction or whatever, but for some reason they they target the mutants that are there. So very similar to what happens in Days of Future Past, um, and there's a there's a bit of a battle, um, nothing major, but a, a, you know some a bit of kind of bad press. Yeah, and so that's when they're kind of like, okay. This is, you know, they kind of the government kind of you know pushes it off like oh it's just a, just an error, you know we're, we're fixing the kinks. But you know you get the idea. Clearly we can target mutants and it's going to work. Um, and the X Men are like this is not good. We are going to die. Um, yeah. So they obviously <laughs> return to the to the mansion, and when they return to the mansion, that's again where you start building up on both Scott and Emma. Um, and then Scott and Betty. Well,
1: yeah, Scott, um, oh, he's hanging out at Gene Grey's grave all the time. Mm. And then he's looking at his sense. own grave. Yeah. He's like, wow, I, I was supposed to be dead, I guess. Is this making sense, Jacob? It's making sense. Is it? And Wolverine has is having really bad... I think bad, we
0: might need to do one more recap here.
1: Okay, please. Just, just, just keep talking, Jacob. Briefly, we
0: need to briefly... Because um, this,
1: isn't, this isn't a tight story. We didn't, like, yeah. super refine this or anything. Yeah,
0: <laughs> so... So far, we had the prologue. Yes. Okay, yes. And then oh. we had the uh, airport intro scene. Yes. yes. Then we uh, cut to Xavier. uh, Xavier's mansion.
1: You know, Xavier coming back from the hotel. I mean, hotel, what is my problem? No, from and, the hospital. Uh, at the
0: school. At the yeah, it goes school for to the, school. Forget yeah. the youngsters. Yep. Uh, we reunite with some of the old characters. Yep. Yeah, some new characters. Uh, we start to get comfortable with the environment again. Yep. And then everyone feels... Happy. More comfortable, mm-hmm. and then suddenly Psylocke bursts in. No. Then, no, no, go, no. then they go oh.
2: meet. They go find Scott first. Oh, then then yeah. they come back, and, and Psylocke comes okay. into the picture.
0: And then Psylocke bursts into the scene, and then it she dis- wants to it find disrupts, a brother. It disrupts this kind of happy feeling. Kind of happy feeling. But the mm-hmm. first
1: disruption was when Cyclops got his memories back. He's like, "Get out of here, Xavier." Right. That's right. That's
0: before that. Yeah. And then after this, um, yeah, Cyclops is gone. No. No, then Cyclops kind of comes bonds, back, starts then, bonding with Psylocke. Yeah,
1: and then he stays there, and he, but he doesn't like Xavier. He's he's not really you right, know he's, he's not, not in good terms with him. Back. Then Wolverine is here, and he's like, Cyclops is back on my own turf, and I don't like this. Okay, and so and so he's so he's also being unhappy towards Cyclops. Yeah, so there's
0: problems already arising. Yeah, yeah. Again, as soon as it was good, it's starting to get Yeah, um, and, then
1: the, the, and then they know that they got information that Psylocke was connected to this weird uh, event that happened in the airport, which was Brian okay. getting kidnapped. <laughs> she wants to get her brother back. Right. And... What else? Was yeah. we're and and, and Trask is that. obviously you know and doing if, some, some and crazy and stuff. Trask is sentence. behind it all. Trask is behind it all. Right. So then, did we
0: cut to Trask? Well, it's,
2: it's pointing to Trask. We don't really have it outright confirmed that it's Trask, but we know that him and his program is somehow involved with their death and with Brian's abduction. But we don't have the solid yep, proof okay. yet. So they're still yep. they're still trying to find that while also trying to think about how are we going to combat this Sentinel issue now.
0: Yep. Um, so then, after the scene at um, the school where are we at now
1: well see this is the weird thing because i don't know about luke but for me it's always hard to connect all the middle parts and make them streamlined and exciting it's true,
2: true. <laughs> well then the, the middle the middle bit is it is a bit kind of it's, yeah we didn't we it could didn't be anything to be much. honest but basically but it could
1: be anything because we have all our ingredients here now we can play with them but we never really yeah. you know this wasn't our job so, we so never basi-
2: basically the main kind of crux of what would happen in the middle bit is that not only would, would the x men would start to kind of fall apart and there would be a huge attack on the mansion and the mansion would be just set with the sentinels the sentinels attack
1: the mansion yes yeah.
2: right. before kind of surrounding this would be a lot of character development and character growth so stuff with, yeah there's a, there's a really yeah there's animal. a really
1: cool scene that i liked a lot where uh, uh in the middle of the movie cyclops is still he still doesn't like xavier etc yeah. etc he's having feelings for emma frost and everything and mm. and emma, and emma understands his uh his his gripe his 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 problems and this is when this whole time he has not had his powers back yeah but yeah and and this might also be the cause of him being so grumpy as well but the the, but the thing was i really had this great idea because and i took this from the original x-men script because they didn't do this Mm. where uh in the original x-men script uh there was supposed to be a little prologue where we see cyclops developing his powers and as his powers came into you know turned on mm. his eyes would start hurting and all that kind of stuff at a prom yeah. or something like that that was really yeah, cool like so yeah. we so i wanted to bring that in and in at night so he already he he already helped psylocke a little bit you know betsy braddock uh, train a little bit and all that so mm. they're kind of they're kind of already kind of friends and everything yeah. and she's starting to look up to him and she's like maybe even has a crush on him maybe a little mm. bit but that that won't go anywhere but it's it's kind of it will it would help at later on when school will uh, crush Super yeah, awesome. but it yeah. would help later on when she gets a lot angrier at the world and, you know, some other stuff happens at the end. Mm. Uh, but she looks out the window because she hears him, like, sort of hurting. and You know, he's in pain. His eyes are watering and he's just... Bad things are happening from down the hallway, you know? Mm-hmm. So she hears him, you know, like, bursting out of the door in the middle of the night, right? Mm. And she sees him out there in, in front of, like... Uh, what is in front of the mansion somewhere? So she's looking out, like, the second floor, looking out of the window, peeking mm-hmm. and seeing what's going on. And there's Cyclops... Like roaring in agony, ah, right? Mm. And then what happens is his eyesight comes back, and it's this huge firework of red. Flashing light reflected from this lake, or whatever, and it's this really cool image. And then there's Psylocke looking at this and being like, Whoa, this is this guy's so awesome! Mm. And then, uh, you know, Emma Frost and some other characters come in to get Cyclops back, you know, because yeah. this was this was kind of weird, yeah. Um, and then and then he's like, You know, yeah, I'm back, I'm, I'm an X-Men, you know, yeah. I'm an X-Men. Yeah, that, that that would have that would have been True. kind of cool. So that's that that's movie. the point anyway, happened,
2: which which would have been really really cool. Um, there was also going to be a dream sequence where the Shadow King would be teasing Xavier. And <laughs> with some gummy bears, definitely, definitely Betsy with with some some kind of nightmares, which would have been oh a, yeah. fun, a fun sequence as well. Um, didn't really go into detail what kind of what they were, but they'd be quite yeah. Quite Shadow a, King quite is kind of tricky,
1: and I I admit this, uh, but I really want wanted to be in the movie. So. You really
2: did. You really I didn't really want him at first
1: because um, he he he's essentially not so necessary. He's not. But I but I keep trying to connect him in not, somewhere. That, that's
2: why we did. That's why we went so strongly with the Sentinels because we need some sort of visible threat because Shadow King. Unless, yeah, yeah, unless yeah, yeah. we have him do the typical kind of, you know, going into someone's body, we don't really have. He, we can't have a physical threat yeah, from him. Yeah. And we need something physical on top of the metaphysical. So. Um, anyway. And so that crap would be happening, which would be really fun. Then eventually there uh, would be a. There's moment a bunch where of action.
1: There's also a bunch of action set pieces like mm. this cool uh, nighttime highway chase with Wolverine and and uh, and, and Angel and. and Colossus, yeah. And the, the, the Sentinel will be chasing them. Wolverine will be hanging out. Yeah, so out, basically, uh, yeah, basically, Logan and his team
2: go try and do some more investigating, and that's when they, that's when a, there'd be a, real, a cool, a cool chase scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with, the, with the fastball special and all that. Mm. But there would also uh, be the, the Sentinel where, attack
1: would be also a big action set piece. and, yeah. of, and of course, there's this thing about the desert, Mister Logan. Well, ca- you you explain this? Logan, ahead. you jump ahead. Excuse me.
2: Um, before that the two main things that would happen in the second act one of them obviously the final thing would be the mansion attack the first one of the first things would be would be betsy she um she gets not possessed but she gets taken by the shadow king um and and goes to basically goes to nyc and there's some junk that goes down and the x-men need to go and rescue her um, and that's when there's that's part of what ties into the big kind of sentinel chase when they're trying to to get her back from whatever kind of game is being played there and that's when it's kind of revealed to Xavier because this is after the dreams as well that you know okay this shadow king is actually on a loose and this is really dangerous so not only do we have these sentinels out and about we also have this metaphysical guy who I can't really locate because I'm because Xavier's still he's still coming to he's still getting a grasp on his new body. Uh, you know, he, he's got to, Oh, he can walk. I, I totally
1: forgot to t- mention this. This was one of the cool parts of the, this movie is that we can have Patrick Stewart walking around. Oh, true, wouldn't be true. in a wheelchair.
2: True. So yeah, so that, that's kind of what would be the, the, the well, the second act, of the story would be all this stuff culminating in, in the ultimate destruction of the X mansion, leaving them quite devastated. And it's like, you have the point is that, uh, you know, the shadow King just wants to destroy xavier's life and his life is the x-men um yeah and and so that you kind of have this kind of depressing tone where it's like scott was quite happy with without his memories without his powers um the x-men were actually doing quite well without xavier he comes back and then all this crap just happens and then everything that he's built up is destroyed right in front of him so quite depressing um but but pretty pretty cool at the same time um but when it gets to that point, then... But then
1: Psylocke decides to take some stuff into her own hands, doesn't she?
2: Well, that's kind of... Um, I mean, yes and no. I mean, that's kind of what happens when when she is... Is taken, she's influenced by the Shadow King to go and do something, and that's when some stuff happens in New York. She, well, we said roughly New York City, she goes to a populated area and bad stuff happens and it causes sentinel problems, and that's when the X Men go to try and save her, um, and it gets a bit dicey, um, yeah, yeah, but then also at the same time, Logan and in, in some of his in his. Crew are also trying to look into stuff, and that's when they uncover the what would become the, the, Nimrod, the Nimrod project. Yeah. Um, and they're like, okay, they're like they Now they know this. This is actually uh, going uh, to get.
1: Yeah, um, remember Nimrod, the, the ultimate sentinel? That was Master Mold. Yeah, yeah. Well, Master we, we Mold is it the program,
2: and, um, and Nimrod, is, Nimrod the, is the shell, basically. Okay. So that's when they realize they're actually going to do something really bad with the sentinels and they're you know they're they're taking it to the next level. So And we wanted
1: to have an action set piece around DC Washington DC with the obelisk. True. I don't know how that would have connected, but it would have been cool. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, so two things would start happening. They would eventually find out where Brian is being kept and they would find out the Trask is behind it all. They would also find out that Nimrod is being developed in the Nimrod. desert in this in this desert base. So what, we ha- what happens then is that the X-Men team, because we've got quite a few characters, we would want to split it up and have two teams. So you have X-Men you know, Team A that's going to go to Washington, save Brian and stop Trask-ish, um, if they can. Um, then you also have Wolverine and his team, a.k.a. basically what's, what could be X-Force, go into the desert to stop Nimrod um, and, and, and go there.
1: And Psylocke would have this wonderful little psychic battle with the... No, didn't we want Psylocke to turn into the combined possessed, ultimate possessed... No, but... Uh, Shaking form.
2: No, not well. Yes and no. Basically, (laughs) when it kind of culminates to the end, we would introduce maybe one or two more extra characters. Yeah, Um, but those would
1: be kind of those characters that you would get at the end of, like, maybe during a third act or at the end of a second act, sort of somewhere around that area. They wouldn't be fleshed out in any way. They would just be there to... You know, propel the story and uh, the progression of what was going on. Just, just to be clear, just so people don't think, oh yeah, we're bringing this character in; he's gonna do something for a few lines and he's gonna be yeah. gone, or he's gonna be here for uh, forever. And he's gonna be an important character. No, no, no. That's yeah, you know.
2: And a couple of those characters were, that we toyed around with, one of them was Domino, who I quite liked, but at least in this Who's outline. Domino? Domino's just a um, Domino's pizza. She's a uh, she's an assassin, basically, um, there you go. with a killer shot. But we decided to replace her. She's not in this outline that I have, but we she's okay. She's she's not there, but we put Gambit there because we thought that was are, it. Gambit, because basically, Gambit. because Gambit was in Wolverine Origins and he was done so crappily, <gasps> we were yes. like, actually, let's let's kind of let's bring Gambit back because we everyone likes Gambit. Let's give him a, ch- a chance to actually be cool and join join the John action. Carter. So the <laughs> idea is that Traskwood would hire Gambit to take down the X Men. Um, so as Wolverine and his crew are, are heading kind of towards Nimrod, because
1: Jacob, you know this, right? Gambit could—he's—he sometimes a sides character. with the yeah he's, he sometimes sides with the bad guys, sometimes with the good guys.
0: I was unaware, unaware of this. He's a yeah. raging cajun. He,
2: he, yeah, he, he teeters, which is which is quite fun. So they would have for Wolverine his his bit. You know, they would have to deal with Gambit and then convincing Gambit to join their side and be like, "Look, Trask is bloody crazy. He's going to go after all mutants. So don't think that you're safe." Um, and then that's what that's what would lead to a pretty epic battle between Nimrod and. And these X-Men so kind of you think we're talking kind of Colossus, Wolverine Gambit, Angel and stuff like that
1: yeah and and that's sort of what happens and okay let's just say Psylocke is and then what the Shadow King does because that's what we needed him to do is he needed to be able to connect into every sort of some kind of like worldwide possession or something because he had to rise up on top at the end
0: is he just messing around, or is, that's the thing? A, See, um,
1: Jacob has the impression, which is completely accurate, that it feels like he's just messing around. He's not doing much, and I wanted to say that. Is he the mastermind? That's what I wanted to. That's what I wanted to do because otherwise, there would be no point for the Shadow King to be even in this movie. But um, yeah. what do you think, Luke?
2: Well, but, well, yeah. So you have what happens eventually. Well, with we have the other team, Team A, that are going to save Brian, um, yeah. which consists of Xavier, Emma Frost. Um, Psylocke and uh, well Cyclops as well um which they they too would probably have so they would be battling your kind of your your standard sentinels and also breaking into government facility stuff so similar to kind of the end of X-Men 2 um but then during that process you would have the Shadow King who would there would be a, a what's called the Astroplane basically there would be a huge battle between Xavier Psylocke and the Shadow King um In this kind of metaphysical arena, basically, Um, which would be
1: pretty cool
2: and pretty and pretty trippy and and things like that, which which would be quite fun. So you have these two epic fights going on to kind of save the world um, in two different, very different scenes. So you have a nighttime scene, a nighttime battle in Washington, and then a a, you know potentially a daytime scene in the desert somewhere because of time zones and whatnot. Um, So (laughs) two. Cool contrasts of you know with 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 stuff happening there, um, and and, that's, and then what happens? Then well yeah because this is, this then is where all, it gets little, yeah well sorry. then it's all about it's all about Psylocke eventually defeating the, Psy, uh, the Shadow, King. Uh, Shadow King. So you know Xavier's kind of uh, not defeated, but he's he's getting defeated, and, and and Psylocke hasn't really grasped her full potential yet. Um, and, and the shadow King still feels like he's in control and not really paying that much attention to her eventually during this, this epic battle. And, and at some point, Emma Frost gets to, you know, uh, uh, taken out somehow, uh, because obviously she's quite powerful as a, as a, she's you no, know, she, she'd be in diamond form. And when she's in diamond form, she can't really be using her. Her um, mental powers and stuff like that, because she's fighting off physical sentinels, um, and that's that's when the Shadow King doesn't realize how powerful Betty can be or Betsy. Um, and when he's trying to just focus on Xavier, she's able to to come into the fight and uh, defeat the Shadow King, which you know shows how strong she actually is as a as a you know a psychic mutant. And, and whatnot, thank
1: you, Cyclops.
2: Which is uh, Cyclops
1: trained her, you see. Hey, that sounds Yes. No, I'm just
2: kidding. I'm so, well, yeah. So, so, that happens, and then, and then else, obviously Wolverine, his team, um, defeat Nimrod, and and then they're finally able to expose Trask and all this stuff, and and the Shadow King's locked away back. You know, he's he's locked away again, never to, never, never to escape. He'll be locked away for a thousand um, years. And they're able to find Brian, free Brian. And what's cool about this film is we set up a lot of different spin-offs, Really, we we set up Brian who could easily do. The Excalibur, which the would Avengers be a, a British a British version of the X Men, um, you've we've set up Wolverine and his kind of covert team, which is essentially X Force. Um, I thought it was Cyclops. No. Uh, oh wow. No. Um, All right. <laughs> I so you, you didn't know. You have X Force that can be that that can be set up, and then you also have your your standard X Men as well. Um, yeah. But the the cool thing was as well is is we wanted a post credit scene um, similar to. Uh, X Men Three, um, but this was all going to lead up to Age of Apocalypse because we've we've hinted it. We've been in Egypt already, so we have that stuff. We've hinted it. Uh, Nathaniel Essex, which ties into to uh, Nate Gray and, and and stuff like that. Um, and so we really wanted to bring in some, a couple of big hitters, potentially Mister Sinister and, and Apocalypse. Um, for so
1: yeah, so so then other people who would go and. Potentially continue where we went from here would be able to have a lot of fun to combine all these little pieces,
2: Mm.
1: right? That's what I thought. I thought that would be great,
2: indeed.
1: (laughs) And uh, in the end, of course, uh, Psylocke is reunited with her brother, and, and 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 you know, Cyclops is able to you know explain to Xavier, you know, or Xavier is actually able to apologize. To everybody, <laughs> I'm sorry, and um, that, that's how that's how we could wrap up the. What's the last line? It, the wasn't movie?
2: it funny how we they, didn't have any, combined? We didn't really have any dialogue. We literally just had these. Classroom these size could be a problem. Yeah, yeah. Classroom yeah. <laughs> size. Yeah. Well, obviously, then then the, the mansion would need to be rebuilt and, and all that kind of stuff. But it, yeah. Um, yeah, it just paved the way for a whole new kind of era of X Men films, really, um, which.
1: It's funny because this is before the Marvel Universe kicked in,
2: yeah this is yes yeah, before that kicked in is before obviously um it's before how you know th- that they realized how successful things like first class were going to be um and
1: now everything's having its own universe.
2: True. And then what, what's quite cool is obviously what we what we establish in this film is there's a lot there's a heck of a lot of similarities between this this version of X4 and Days of Future Past because it's all again it's a lot of it's all about the Sentinels it's all about you that know, was weird wasn't it it was and that which was which was quite cool um, I thought and, I thought so too man and then everything leads up to apocalypse which is again what we what again we had which said. is so
1: weird but they they, they also retconned everything. In, in, in Days of Future Past They did a little bit less gracefully In my opinion mm. I would have to say Not to toot my own horn here But I think it would be more fun to try to find Clues to make it possible Instead of just going oh it's an alternate reality but, mm. you know. So Jacob what do you think What are you, what are you thinking here
0: um, To be honest I was a little bit lost of course. After, after uh, Psylocke showed up <laughs> But uh, I got the general idea Of everything and I remember the astroplane and the battle at the end. I think. Um, I think. But, but I. But I. I, I think, was my my big question was. Um, was there a sentinel attack?
2: Oh my gosh! That's what. That's what the. That's what I said. That there's two teams. Like anyone who's a fan of X men will is probably gonna follow this a little or, or more of a like a more of a fan will probably follow this a little bit more because there's two teams there's one team that's going to save brian and 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 do that, and that's when they that's when that team battles a Shadow King. the other team is going to stop Nimrod from being created, and that's when Wolverine okay. and his team battles Nimrod, which is the ultimate sentinel right yeah he and Nimrod is connected to
0: master mold,
2: yes,
1: yeah.
0: See? I know that one. There you go.
2: And then the other x okay. so for example, ba- Cyclops and, and, and Emma Frost will be battling the, the Sentinels while Xavier Sh- Psylocke are that's battling. Now, yeah,
0: because Emma Frost turns into Diamond, Diamond. Mode.
2: Yep. Yeah.
0: And she can't use her mental faculties. Yeah. So that's
2: why she's out of the picture yeah. while, while there's a psychic battle going on in there. So three yeah. quite epic battles are happening at the end of this film. Okay,
0: we, we kept the battles again. So one battle is Cyclops...
2: One battle is Emma Frost and Cyclops battling Sentinels. The Sentinels. One battle is Wolverine and his team battling Nimrod. Um, okay. And the other battle is, uh, is Astroplane. Exa- yeah, the other battle, yeah, Astroplane, Astroplane battle
0: is uh, Xavier and exactly. Shadow King. Yes,
1: and Cyclops. Yeah. No, no, Cyclops is battling Psylocke, Cy- Cy- Cyclops, excuse Cylok. me. Okay. But yeah, basically, that's that was kind of the loose uh, bunch of threads that we had for. For X-Men 4. That's cool,
0: because I like it because it shows a little bit of a different side of things, and it's not, um, it's atypical. That's what I like, um, you know, especially when you compare it to how they approach X-Men 3, which seemed to be kind of the traditional route in these kinds of comic films. Um, whereas I think this story lends itself to showing, you know, different sides of uh, new characters especially, and, uh, you get a get a whole different kind of conflict.
1: Yeah. Um yeah. one thing that obviously is not uh it's not included in this story is that, you know, since this wasn't our job, obviously, this is yeah. just as, just for fun. This sure. is just us, you know, sort of daydreaming and just punching stuff in, you know, practicing. There's a loose amount of, you know, uh shots that you could interchange and you can, you know, switch around, I would say. And then yeah. And if you, which I, you probably won't do, which is, you know, if you read all these different iterations of the story that we wrote, there's going to be so many different things that you can cut together and put to, put together. But, but what I liked about it is that essentially it was just about uh, like the emerging uh, future of this fictional universe, of the f- fictional mm-hmm. world that we have here with the Sentinels and adding this new villain um, and exploring more of this, the, you know, those telepathic mutants and um, mm. their influence over the other uh, characters sure. that they could have, especially like the Shadow King, and uh, creating some nice characters, uh, character interactions, and, you know, and bonding moments in development with Cyclops and Psylocke and Emma Frost, which is a new character, and yep. showing that Xavier isn't. Old, superhuman, yeah, this superhuman wizard that knows everything, and in this yeah. movie he gets a lot of things wrong. And we, had, we even had a scene where he gets angry at Cyclops, Silox! Uh, mm. Goldilocks, that's <laughs> a, a new character, and um, and and all these. There's a bunch of different like motivations we had b- between like like with Psylocke Cyclo- uh, Cyclops. I am just losing it now. I think it's been it's been quite a while, so I think we should be we should done. I think Psylocke is going
0: to have to need a nickname,
1: Betsy, Betty. There we go. Um. Which is that, um, which is that, you know, like her motivation would be like, she wants to be, she wants to be recognized as, is her brother, no, her brother's nothing at the moment, right?
2: Yeah. He, his powers are, I think they come like more, uh, they come from something I think magical is what they say. As
1: far as, as far as we're concerned, he's just her brother in this movie Mm, mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you know, she wants to be, uh, seen as someone who can make a difference. Yeah you know because uh her parents are these you know well-known geneticists mm. and uh scientists and well, what I like about this is that uh, Cy- Cyclops Scott and um is was sort of an example of that before with with the X-Men before Wolverine came in and um <laughs> And I I like I like how both of these characters can can be built up in that sort of way, where where Cyclops regains his sort of leadership, and you know, sort of you know, like the X Men get him back into the troop, and we can see Psylocke, Betsy, turn into one of those heroes that she wants to become.
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's a protest there.
1: And then we and then we use these characters like Trask who was this good guy, essentially, in the in the third film. And then we've realized that he's he's pretty bad. He's pretty bad. And, uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say about that. That's about all... That's really kind of, you know, all there kind of is, in a nutshell. Of course, you can go all... You know, it's so funny how we have these details for these movies, but we don't have a detailed structure of, like, events, what happens after what, particularly. True, <laughs> Which is so weird because you'd think we'd be able to think of those first, but I don't know what happened. I guess.
2: Well, we, we we just didn't, you know, we didn't have time to iron it out properly. We just had these ideas and, and a kind of rough beat outline of what we yeah. would like to see happen and when we would like to see it happen, and then, um, yeah, then 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 they start doing the other films. We thought, well, you know, we've we've done That's our right. we've done our general out, out, uh, you know, outline. We have a fun story that if we ever wanted to for kicks finish we can but we never did but it was uh, just oddly Fine. oddly similar to what happened in the future
1: yeah very similar I and mean, we also wanted to put Tony Stark at the end didn't we
2: yeah we mentioned the idea but of no, having, we did
1: not, not Tony Stark himself no but ha- having Stark, Stark Industries. Industries in
2: there yeah um, like
1: like all the Sentinel parts would be scrapped and taken to Stark Industries which yeah. uh, later on would turn into Ultron which is the movie that we potentially watched uh, if you're listening to this story because we're putting it at the end of our
2: uh, adventure review there we then.
1: Yeah. Jake, okay. what do you think? Jake,
2: what? Oh, of gosh. this whole thing. <laughs> Jake's, Jake's distracted. Oh, that's, he that's why he doesn't know what's happening because he's distracted by no, things. I wasn't
1: completely distracted. And that's pretty much X Men 4. I was half distracted. See,
2: he, that's I why remember, he doesn't know what's remember, happening. Remember, anyone who's I key, listening will know what's And that was our story.
1: Key
0: elements of the story. And that's what counts, right? Mm-hmm. Like you said, Phil, many details. Yep. But I remember the key parts. I'm of the glad story.
1: you do. I hope you do.
0: I do. Good. Uh, like I said before, I think that the story. I like that it's um.
1: So yeah, Mr. Executive, Mr. Twentieth Century Fox Executive.
0: Yeah, would I greenlight this? Um, yes, but I would need to see a more structure. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's
1: definitely true.
0: <laughs> and after that, I like to commission a script of this. Oh yeah, yeah, please, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it, it's gonna happen. But as far as the outline goes, um,
1: yes. Cool. Oh, excellent. Then, then we have succeeded. I would Yay. like to. I would like to
0: see the movie. I would definitely watch this movie. And it would be it would be an intriguing an intriguing story
1: to Especially pursue to
0: see on the big screen. Yeah, and I like that you guys And of, of course
1: I, I did a lot of drawings and moods and stuff yeah, like that. I like
0: that you guys kind of approached uh, the personal aspect of the story. There's more emphasis on that. Uh, you know, harking back to X Men One. Oh yeah. With uh, you know, uh, moments of um, you know, more tender moments. Um Thank you. between uh Wolverine and uh Rogue. Uh, That I feel like uh, is part of the X-Men films in an odd kind of way. Yeah, yeah. Even though X-Men is pretty... There's a lot of uh, action parts uh, in the film. But at the same time, it's got this mix as well of of kind of touching upon some more, uh, you know, sensitive issues and uh, sides of characters. So... Cool, I
1: like that aspect. Thank you for
2: a very rough outline. is quite well balanced with action and emotion. Yeah, that's
0: what I'd I was say, say so yeah. too.
1: I feel like it, it has. We're a good, patting each other on good the good back. <laughs> well We've become done. what we hated. Well, I didn't work on this. We've become all. what we hated, Luke. I know, right? Because <laughs> remember, we were, we were, we were, we were making fun of the filmmakers who were talking on X Men <laughs> well, Three about no, no, how no, they did a great job, and they're going, "Good job, sir. Good job." Let's think
2: about what we're making fun of: X Men Three and Wolverine Origins, and both are naff.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not a well, big fan. Well, you can thing. let me praise the story because
2: you know,
0: I'm the executive. I had nothing to do with this. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's very use. true. All I did was go to the Google Docs that you guys were working on and putting Stuart pictures <laughs> size. <inside laughs> oh, sure. They were so, excellent pictures.
1: So, so yeah, thank I you. I can approve. There we are. I'm glad we had this talk. I would have talked a little bit more about what I would have done to approach actual people to help on this movie, but we'll leave that for another, another time day. because we got another story that we did, which is earlier than this which was of course the epic at sea story. But ba-da. yep, which we'll talk about some other time, which is also interesting. Because you know, these are these are these are these essentially are uh past their prime because th- these were made at a certain time with a limited time frame just inherently because of the fact that we were making them as direct sequels to things that came out before and that were owned by corporations and studios that uh are still in action today and with franchise, I shouldn't have said franchise, it's series that are still, uh, you know, profitable and, and, and they're still active and people are, then they're always making sequels to them. So I have to say, and money. Yeah. <laughs> and I have to say that, um, days of future past is quite the adequate, you know, replacement to this one. I really liked the days of future past as well as you did too, Luke. Mm. Right. Definitely. And uh, you know. But it's a different thing, though. Yeah, but you, this is comparing basically, you know, a fetus to an adult, because well, not a fetus, an infant. Let's get, let's say an infant. Our our infant was is this rough outline. Theirs is the adult, and you can't really compare the two. True. No. That's what I. That, that's how I compare it. Anyway, that's why I yeah. think of it. So yeah, it's it's great. That's cool. X Men.
2: Indeed, the X Men.
1: What else? Was there Was there anything else? Oh,
2: that's pretty much it. Really. That's the. All right. Well.
1: Story. Thank you, Luke, for joining us. Thanks for thank having you. me. It was very nice of you to explain things that I didn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I helped with this, I summarize
2: the intro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, um, I did. I made a video. I made a video of this, a pitch video, yeah. rough oh, pitch that. video.
2: add that. That'd be cool.
1: Ooh, should I add that? Because yeah. I, I like keeping those to myself. But...
2: I, would, I would. Add it. Go on. It'd be fun.
1: Okay. All right, why not? Sure, it's with me explaining a rough, even much it's a cool more video. primitive, cool much—it's a cool video. That's about it. It's a cool video with pictures by me in two thousand nine, two thousand ten, mm. and my narration and sounds and music and just explaining elements of the story that were present that we were talking about just today in this hour, hour and a half. Mm. Oh yeah,
2: watch it and enjoy it.
1: But you know what was great and about this conversation? What? Oh yes, buy Luke's book and <laughs> follow him on Twitter, because he's he's great. He's got some great things for you, indeed. And uh, I just wanted to say that uh, at least this conversation was shorter than what the movie would have been in length. Good. I'm pretty sure this X Men movie would have been two hours and fifteen minutes. 20. Our We've our our conversation. Hours, dude. No, we weren't. It's an hour forty five on my timeline. Okay, sure. And I probably edited it down, so it's probably an hour thirty, and that's perfect. So thank you guys for being so patient and listening to this. You can mock the story all you want. You can take the ideas if you want for your own movie. Because hey,
2: hey, hey. no, they cannot.
1: Oh, oh, I'm sorry. What? We gracious, own the rights. What are you thinking? To- <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, you can't. <sniffs> wink, wink. And uh, you know, I will
2: find you, and I will. <laughs> I'm the best there is. At I will what find I do. you, and I will kill you. <laughs> what I do isn't very nice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, this was diff- this is definitely not the, lot, not the last time we're talking about little musings from the past that we had in terms of next, creative storytelling.
2: Pirates of the Caribbean. More. That's right, sir.
1: That's a much messier subject. But we'll we'll talk about that. <laughs> I'll and ask I more think, questions yeah, time. I'll I think I have more to talk about with that because I sort of. Made up a little bit more than you did in this case. Okay. You were more the X Men guy, and you kind mm-hmm. of, you kind of got, a, you put a lot of things in there that I couldn't even, you know, yeah. uh, comprehend. Next
0: time, ask me questions during the narration, and I'll critique it live. Cool. 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 All
1: Sounds right. Cool. Well, thanks, Luke. See you later. And this is for real. See you. And yes. thank you so much for listening. See you real soon. I, I... <laughs>
0: Okay stop, we need some silence.
1: The funny thing is, I know that people will probably think, uh, what type of Betsy Braddock is this? Because there's different kinds. And we decided to go with uh, Asian Betsy Braddock. Well,
2: there's no no, one. I mean, she's she's kind of I mean, she's yeah.
1: But what I love about this is that she's English, but she's she's the actual biological sister of what's his name? The shadow king. No, of of her brother Brian. But yeah, but well, it's com- they look completely different, and she has purple hair, and oh, never mind.
2: Um, you can build it up with the X Men music behind you. <laughs> well,
1: hey, you. Ah, it's <laughs> over. The it cat's <laughs> out of the bag. No, we're cutting this. I
0: really, I
1: really want to just like. Da